Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. Once again, bringing you a quick ad read for my golfing brand called All Star Caddy. If you golf or know anybody in your life who golfs, please go to allstarcaddy.com, check out uh, our alignment aid. And also we have, a, we have a, a sneaky new project coming up soon. We've got a Kickstarter coming out, so stay tuned for that coming towards the end of October. And I'll give you more information on that as and when it comes out. But yeah, allstarcaddy.com or go on Amazon and search for All Star Caddy and the Alignment Aid. Thanks very much and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 81 of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. It's a House of the Dragon episode. We're doing episode number eight, and as always, my co-host is here, Shay. Welcome to the podcast, and hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Um, I'm low energy today, as I've already told you, but we've we've done our Usher pre-routine to, to yeah, to get hyped, so I'm feeling mm-hmm. a little bit more lively. But yeah, I'm pretty dead. But I have a summer bee rhubarb cider, which I'm hoping is going to give me a lot Yummy. of sugar. And um, I love that. Yeah, so I'm going to crack mine. Um, yeah, it's the pinky kind of red one. Cute. That yeah. one's good. Right. Let's see how she cracks. Pretty good. Nice. I like that it. That was a good one. I like a two-parter. I'm sober. No, I like, see, I'm different. I like it all in one clean, yeah. like, swoosh. I feel like it's it just ties it nicely oh, together. Oh, also, can you hear the fizzle? The fizz. Yeah, that sounds good. The fizzle. Do you have ice in your glass? <laughs> yeah. Okay, of course. You've got to have it. Got it. I have a Coke Zero mm. because I had a long weekend, and <laughs> I was very hungover yesterday, so I'm staying sober with my nice cold, freezing cold can of Okay, here we go. Ready? Cracker. Oh, very good. Very good. good there one. you go. That That's the perfect comparison. Do you prefer a single parter like Shay's crack just there, or do you prefer a two-part crack like mine? That can <laughs> or do you be... just prefer doing crack? What, you know, whatever floats your boat, really. Also, mm-hmm. good point about the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, to you, mm-hmm. and then also to everyone listening. Um, Canadian Thanksgiving was yesterday, Monday. It was, yeah. It was yesterday. My aunt from the U.S. calls it Thanksgiving because she oh, doesn't think of course. it has any merit here. Yeah. But I don't care. It's all right. It's, Everyone it's listening turkey. to this in the U.K., there's no Thanksgiving at all. So it really... That's tragic. You know, it's, it's to each their own, really. You guys should invent some other holiday in between where we have ours. Well, in all fairness... I feel like you're missing out. Yeah, we've got... Um, um, like in Scotland, we do like Robert, well, we call it Rabbi Burns, but like Robert Burns Day is like a, the Scottish poet that everyone celebrates. And we have like a, a big Scottish sort of like festival sort of day. That's in February. But yeah, there's not really anything. Oh, I guess actually in November in the UK, we have Guy Fawkes Night, which is like our bonfire night. So if you ever saw the movie V for Vendetta, that is like kind of like the the song and whatnot that he sings about burning a guy at the stake. That's that's V for Vendetta. That's what that is. So anyway, but yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you all had a, a good time if you if you celebrate it. And if you don't, then I hope you just, you know, still alive. And that's good enough. That's pretty much all you need. Yeah. 
All right, so we're going to be diving into episode number eight of The House of the Dragon. Um, so I'm going to hit the spoiler button because this is going to be spoilers for Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon all the way up to episode number eight. If you've not seen the fucking film, get your finger out your ass. There we go. Love it. I love that button. It's so funny. It is so good. It's very... Honestly, John didn't even know. He just said it and I instantly was like, oh, that's a perfect little spoiler button. His other one that he said recently, he was telling a story about how he went to his friend's um, farm and there was a horse there and the horse bit his boob. And I, I took like a perfect little sound cut of it. So here, here's that button just for, for you. Also, hilarious that you've never met John and I'm going to play you this sound button. But anyway, mm-hmm. enjoy this. But I was like, oh, you got a little sharp teeth there, son. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> he you said, got a little sharp teeth there, son. Yeah, he said the horse bit him in the boob and he was like, oh. You got a little sharp thief there, son. Yeah, got a John little... followed me on Instagram, so I feel like we <gasps> are friends. Officially friends. There you go. John yeah. John so never to posts John. to Instagram, though. I don't think like he's he's his Instagram's got cobwebs on it. So hey, that's that's okay. Well, in fact, Instagram no, he was, sucks. He was walking the Monroe, so he was posting a bunch of pictures about that. You'll see him at the top of hills often. That's sort I of his his Instagram when I vibe. His profile. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So um, let's start just on, as we always do, on sort of the overall thoughts of this episode. What, 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 what were you thinking? How do you, how do you feel? Try not to dive into anything too specific. Just mm-hmm. overall, what do you think? I really enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, I feel like I say that every single time, but. No, well, that's I the sign of is, a good show. Yeah, exactly. I think this was one of the best episodes so far. Um, I think we saw a lot of character development here, um, which I feel like was kind of missing the last maybe two or so episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I think it's really good. I think it was a good, I think it's going to be a good lead into the upcoming, what I'm assuming will be some sort of war battle, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I really enjoyed it. How about you? Yeah. This episode came way out of left field to me because I honestly did not expect any of this really. Um, it was, I, I thought that this episode was going to be a lot of action, like some, some, a lot of violence and, and fighting and sort of building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's basically the start of the war would be this one. Just, just purely basing that off of sort of what's happened so far and knowing there was only three episodes left at this time. So you have eight, nine and 10. So I just thought this would sort of be, yeah, a lot more violent and more actiony than it was. This was very yeah character driven lots of character like development this was the first episode too where for specifically Rhaenyra's character since the change of the actor to the adult actor we've sort of said this before but I've always been a bit upset that I couldn't quite connect the two this was the first episode where I'm like oh that's Rhaenyra and I was like and I'm like happy about it and I I finally clicked into this this actor being that character um, there was still some iffy bits, but again, we'll come on to that sort of when we get specific. But yeah, overall, didn't expect this episode, but we're super happy with yeah all the character development and all the. It's, it kind of like. It's hard to describe this show without talking about sort of or using the term like politics because there's lots of that in it, um, and especially mm-hmm. this episode, it's heavy sort of like, yeah, the the politics behind everything, which. I guess if you're not a fan of that and you are looking for the action and whatnot, like I think John originally said to me yesterday or this morning, he sent me a message saying that he didn't really like this episode as much. So that 
automatically told i hadn't seen the episode at this time but it automatically told me that this might not be as action-packed as i think it is because john tends to be towards like the action and enjoys that um so yeah i can see why this one might be a bit of a slow episode if you're not as interested in that but yeah overall i really enjoyed it it's kind of like the first season of game of thrones where like Mm -hmm. you start off really hot and heavy with like my dad and i were talking about this how you start off the first episode with some guys walking through the forest and then you see like this like creature and you don't know what it is and you're like is the show going to be about zombies and you have no idea and then the whole first season is very sort of tame there's really no battles Hmm. and then at the end you see you know ned stark get his head cut off so i feel like it's just kind of a situation of them having to really set the scene here and i think they're leading up to like a very grand um like season finale yeah yeah they're definitely building towards something but i mean the way that this episode ended was sort of the Mm -hmm. i honestly thought it was all slowing down i mean we're gonna come on to it because i have i have i have so many notes this week that are in all caps because i was just like i was ready to scream um (laughs) i was like so scared at one point again we're gonna come on to it but um Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um i think that it sort of always tends to be in and around King's Landing that things get a little political. Like thinking back to season one, there's sort of a ton of action and setting up things when they're in Winterfell, but then they travel south down to King's Landing. And then when they're in King's Landing, a couple episodes before the final one where, you know, Ned loses his head, um, mm-hmm. there is that sort of political back and forth, like people spying on each other, moves here and there, what team you're going to be on. Like it kind of does follow yeah. sort of a similar symmetry, I guess, to Game of Thrones season one. So, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So, I took notes all the way through, um, start to finish. I'm going to sort of try and keep it in that order. Um, I'm assuming you've got some notes as well. And we'll just do what we normally do. do. I'll go through mine and then you jump in as and when. Also, do we need to get your dad on the podcast if he's listening to this whole thing or watching the show? Well, he wanted me to say hi. He was like, make sure you say hi to Reese for me. So, hi from dad. Hi from from Um, another John. Yeah, another John. Another John. Not my John, um, your John. I love my dad, but he is so, like, he can't explain a thought oh, okay. concisely. Uh-huh. If you if you ask him a question, like the questions we've been going back and forth with, he would sit there and debate about it for probably 10 minutes. <laughs> That's and you good. just want to shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I would doubt if he's listening to this, but if he is listening, then cool, you know? That's cool. Um. Right. Might be. I don't know. No, you never know. Okay. Um. Okay. So it starts off. My first note that I've got is trouble in Driftmark, because we've mm-hmm. got um issues down there. And I will admit, there's something about. I said this in the last episode, but I was really worried they were going to start talking about the steps step stones again, and I was I'm I'm yeah. off on that right now. Like I don't want to know about that. But luckily, this was mm-hmm. all just about sort of them and, yeah, talking about, like, who would get the ships coming in next because I guess the 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 husband who's, again, I have to apologize. One, I'm half asleep Corliss. here. Coralus, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm half asleep here, but then two, I'm terrible with the names of these characters mm-hmm. and I will just keep blanking on them. Also, the picture that I have this week for the bloody... Um, uh, family tree that i've got in front of me normally i have actual mm-hmm. pictures of the actual characters this is drawings of them and you don't <laughs> like cartoon like 
if they made an app like Farmville style, this is the what I have to look <laughs> at today. And I could change it, but I'm in too deep now. So here we are. Um, okay, so yeah. So Corliss, obviously something's gone wrong. He went to go attack or do some fighting, probably in the, in the Stepstones. And sounds like he's gotten injured <laughs> and he's on his way back. And that has set off the chain reaction of, okay, who succeeds him should he die? Um, yep. And there was a little bit of back and forth talking about that um between uh the the brother and the wife and then we got this little tidbit which was the brother said a queen already sits on the iron throne because mm-hmm. the king i guess is like still alive but basically not and uh, yeah i want to know what your thoughts were on that did you straight away get like excited thinking it would be Rhaenyra? because i did see i for some reason i didn't i automatically knew that they were talking about Allison just because mm-hmm. I think the way the last episode sort of like ends off I guess it seems like she's just keen to hop in there when Viserys is not able to take over mm-hmm. so to me I kind of thought immediately it was Allison but just also too like the way he said it he was pissed off about it because yeah I don't think that they really like her that much I mean they don't like Rhaenyra either to be fair but um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought immediately it was Allison, just because. Yeah, I, I was complete opposite. I couldn't have even told you Allison was alive when I heard that line. I was like, "Oh my God, Renner is finally there!" Really? Yeah, I completely blanked. But also, when the episode started, I was really racking my brain to think the very last thing that happened in the last episode, and I couldn't remember it. Again, I'm half asleep today, so it's probably <laughs> just me being dumb. But yeah, I got a little excited, but yeah, instantly we pretty quickly find out. Nope, not her. Um. And then my next note here I've got is the red and black looks super cool. Like the couple. So my, I don't know why I was obsessed with this, this episode, but the costume design this episode and the use of colors was mm-hmm. so cool. And it's such a Costumes nerdy, awesome. such a nerdy, stupid thing. But yeah, like the way that um, Damon and Rhaenyra looked like her in the red and him in the black. I was like, couple damn, days. I was thinking like I would go as you guys as ha- for Halloween or just... Right. Like a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Just you go into the bar wearing like Damon's entire. Like, yeah. No, I would be Rhaenyra. What you want about? It's so oh, much right. cooler. Need no. a wig though. Yeah. Actually, I'd need a wig for Damon too. To be fair, I'd need lots of things to be Damon. To be honest, but a wig is one of them for sure. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, a necessity. No- yeah, the, just the, the 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 power of like the two, like their outfit and their stature and just. Maybe it's just the fact that they're finally, like, together. And as much as it's mm-hmm. weird, the whole, like, it's always in the back of my head. and It's, it's not sort of, weird anymore. No, it is. It is still weird. It, it's still, like, it's like a little tick in the back of my, like, brain. I can't stop mm-hmm. hearing, like, a, a clock in the distance. I keep hearing, like, they're, they're like, you know, niece and, you know, uncle and niece is weird. But there's a worse relationship that we're going to get into later on. Oh, yeah. So, all I think about is, yeah, that's weird, but there's something weirder going on. There's a lot so, of weird going on. Cancels out because of PEMDAS. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of weird going on, and in reflection of when the king was initially upset at the thought of Damon and Rhaenyra being together, it's 100% just about the fact that she it's should be young. a maiden before getting married. Not that it's it's her yep. uncle. Which yep. is just making that whole thing extra weird, but I guess Game of Thrones will be Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah um anyway so love the two of them together love seeing that sort of the the, the power um and then yeah they instantly go into like what i'll call politics round two of the episode so far because they start talking about sort of getting up to king's landing to start talking to the king because they i guess they got the letter from the uh drift mark saying about you know the king uh sorry the the call 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 i can't corliss i cannot <laughs> do this Reese is having a day guys I'm having. I'm in charge of names today. Yeah. I have all the names down. Honestly, back. I should just send you the notes and you can do it, and I'll add in points. But I don't know if half my notes will make sense to you because I write in Spanish for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me today. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, yeah. So pol- politics round two. They're talking about you know everything going on, and then they decide they're going to go up to King's Landing. And that's basically that. Mm-hmm. And it's when they get out of the carriage at King's Landing. I. N- I think she's pregnant. Like, she's definitely pregnant. She. They did a big side on. I thought it initially, but then I wasn't too mm-hmm. sure until the side on. I was like, oh, she's up the duff. So, I mean, that's Damon's yeah, they kid make then? It seem, yeah, oh, I'd hope so. But, I mean, with her track record. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you think, so when they first show Rhaenyra at Dragonstone, because they, get, they get like a piece of mail from Bela, who yep. Rhaenys has taken as a ward. So Bela's with Renice at Driftmark, whereas Reyna, I believe, is with Damon and mm-hmm. Rhaenyra. So they're kind of living this weird mixed family, like, fantasy. Um, but, yeah, you kind of, they show Rhaenyra, and I'm like, oh, she's pregnant. And then I'm like, is this her first kid? I was like, oh, cool, mm-hmm. like, maybe this is her first kid with, with Damon. But you have to remember that it's been six years. Yeah. So I'm still kind of thinking, okay, this is her first kid with Damon, great. And then little bit later in the episode we see that she has two other kids so they've been very busy very busy they've been getting to work i I wondered like i wondered why though like i get that the two of them like are more in this for like pleasure but there's Mm -hmm. still a conscious effort it seems to have kids or maybe it's just a case that you know no i don't know no not really any contraception back then so it's just a case of you know it happens i still kind of have the feeling that like and this is just a prediction. I don't know if this is true. I've not cited any sources here, but I still kind of think that, I mean, also too, based on the end of this episode, that Jace and Luke are going to be like redundant at some point. Like they're either going to mm. get killed or something's going to happen to them. And I kind of think that Rhaenyra and Damon's kid, one of them, maybe the firstborn one, will sort of be the one to come into power. But we can get into that later because... It's definitely a theory. Yeah, that's a good point. I, hmm, I'm gonna let that stew because I honestly didn't even think of that. But there is a good chance that, yeah, towards the end of this episode, I was going on crazy like conspiracy theories. Like I've got a mm-hmm. few to talk about, and I think it's just because it is so Game of Thrones that like anything can happen. So my mind goes to like the extremes as to how to solve a situation. I'm like, oh, this is going to upset her. So she's going to murder everyone. Like, that's like sort of the level of which Game of Thrones will drive me. But yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so yeah, so she's pregnant. Definitely not her first kid with Damon. Not quite sure why, but yeah, there's a possibility that maybe they they sort of got like spare tires in the back of the car. Like, they might come in handy later. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and then we cut to um, Allison, and as much as Allison is sort of, we're we're team Rhaenyra, I do love 
how she is in this. Like she is like mm-hmm. a powerful woman and she She's is just badass. awesome. Like she just really is. The yeah. way again, like the costume design, like her and her green, like it's a really rich green now with the gold chains mm-hmm. and everything. And she just looks baller. Like she looks really cool. Um and she she's does. acting it too. Like, yeah, she's got she's got the ball and she's commanding the game. Like it's great. Um, it's like a very it's like a very Cersei esque like love relationship relationship she's not as bad as cersei cersei i never loved the character i knew that cersei was powerful but cersei also always had quite a i don't know quite a poise about her sometimes like sometimes i don't know Mm -hmm. what it was maybe just the look of the her outfits or whatever she always sort of did she or a couple times she did get shunned quite early on by like robert baratheon and whatnot she got silenced quite a bit yeah. Whereas Allison, where she's at now, like is mm-hmm. fully just like she's the one in the room that wears the pants and, you know, is sort yep. of dealing that way. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And especially because like Viserys is so absolutely useless at this point. I mean, oh, yeah, he, we're going to come on to have that. a few moments, but that I bag of Allison, Yeah, literally has done a good job of um, sort of just being the one in control without actually having any power like she does have power because obviously she's the queen but like she doesn't she's sort of taken the power Mm -hmm. that has been left to be taken you know what i mean um she hasn't shied away from it which you can't help but like admire the the ambition that she has like it's it's cool to watch her especially from when we see her as a kid like she's come so far you know that's sort of the other you know we we're talking about how we hate the time di- the time jumps but it's really kind of cool to see how she's gone from being this sort of like meek scared child to like the, the queen and the one in charge yeah i keep comparing it to like sansa and yeah i loathed sansa for the mm-hmm. longest time like she was mm-hmm. so annoying to me to watch like i just yeah. didn't i didn't care like there was like so much like just blech. like anytime it was her scene or even in the books like whenever it was her chapter in the books i didn't care until they mm-hmm. started giving her like actual meaningful things to do rather than just like the like in her own little fantasy world about falling in love with a prince kind of vibe um mm-hmm. but yeah what they've done with um allison is they've yeah having sped up the timeline of her from like nervous child to like you know badass woman is sort of yeah that is definitely a pro to the to the time jump i agree mm-hmm. totally okay so with the queen being in charge we also get a lot of shots and then rhaenyra says about the star symbol so the star mm-hmm. symbol which is like it's to do with the seven which is the i never really understood the whole religious aspect to game of thrones but the seven and the mother and the, all that sort of stuff is like the religion yeah. which we see in Game of Thrones and we haven't really heard of until this point. Yeah, so the way that I sort of interpreted that was that before, I mean, even in Game of Thrones, they talk about the old religion, the old gods versus the new gods, right? Mm-hmm. So like the Starks, they keep the old gods. True. Which when John goes to um, the, the wall, he takes the oath of... Um, that in the old gods by the gods would so i think it's cool because i think at that moment when allison comes in wearing all of that garb it's sort of her marking and them marking a timeline in this world that now these new gods have Mm -hmm. sort of like a new religion has been born 
So we're kind of seeing like the before Christ, after Christ kind of moment. So it's clear that, you know, Rhaenyra and Damon and the king and probably a lot of other people keep that old, the old gods and those traditions. And then now Alicent has decided to like forsake that, I suppose, and um, invest in this new religion, which is called the Seven. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting in terms of like a, making a timeline out of it. Yeah. She's also, um, yeah. I wonder if she's doing it on purpose too, as like if she can, if she can win over the people to the religion of the new gods. And then when the mm-hmm. king does die and the succession pass Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra is going to try and get rid of all that, if that in itself will also cause an uprising. Like she's trying Definitely. to change too much, even though it's like what they've always done. Yeah. It's quite, it's yeah, quite I think interesting. That's a good that. point. I didn't even think about it that far, but I mean, it's definitely got to mean something because they don't just include like stuff like that for no reason. Like yeah. there's definitely a reason behind it. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, I just, it, it was just interesting that I'd not even thought about any of it. Um, and then the second I heard about the religion, I instantly think of like the sparrow and all that sort of yeah. craziness of Game of Thrones. Um, mm-hmm. And it does show that, yeah, like religion is another tool that they can really dive into as a way to yeah just caused mad chaos really um but mm-hmm. it was kind of totally. just dipped in it wasn't really it wasn't too big of a deal but it was like, i think it might come it'll probably come back later mm-hmm. i mean may, maybe if not the end of this season it'll it could come up next season i mean it was kind yeah. of it was a major focal point in like the middle of it was Game huge it was a whole season was about the religion of um yeah. of what people believed and yeah we've not really seen that yet so mm-hmm. interesting that they started uh well, I've started to bring that in. Um okay, so next we have oh yeah, somewhat the knight coming in to say, um, sorry, I need to talk to you about a delicate situation in the apartments. I instantly mm-hmm. thought the kid was up in the window doing his weird shit again. <laughs> I was just like, Oh god, hopefully he's not like doing that again. Um obviously Same we Same kid, different day. Yeah, we then come on to what that is in a little bit, so we'll 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 get to that. Um but yeah, I just I instantly thought of that stupid steam that was not needed or but it was there. Um mm-hmm. yeah, and then next note I've got the king's not looking so hot. He's um yeah, bag king, of bones. The king looks like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Yes. I mean, to put it nicely. Um he has seen better days. Yes, that was a pun for anyone listening. Because <laughs> <He, laughs> of the lack of eye. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. He, uh, he's a trooper, though. He's still there. Damn. Somehow. He's lasted. Like I get one hangover, and I'm done for like a week. This guy is like... I don't know what know, it 90%. is. I kind of want to know what it could be, because I don't have any clue. Like... Yeah. Like ailment, you mean? Like, yeah, what's up I mean, with him? Like, what is causing his skin to, like, do all that stuff? Like, how do you lose an eye, part of your jaw, and then you've got, like, hives or pus, or whatever's going on? Like, it's... So, what's up with my him? mom's a nurse, and we were debating about this. Oh, okay. And I think he has, like, sepsis or something, mm. or he has, like, flesh-eating disease because he keeps getting, like, cut on that stupid iron throne. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every time he gets cut, it's... And obviously, they're not washing the swords before they put them mm-hmm. on there so it probably just has a shitload of bacteria and it's just slowly i don't know why it's lap because usually if you get like sepsis or if you get cut you're fucking dust that's what i'm worried wondering is that it's like you've clearly got something wrong that's like but it's so mm-hmm. slow in how it's damaging it's you like it's not slow. 
it's not really doing fine. anything. Also, all of the um, sound effects and focus on his breathing and sort of voice yeah. for this episode was very well done. Whatever sound really design well team have been working on that, because you can, yeah, you can really hear like I don't know things but, not yeah. being there. Like if I was missing my left cheek, I <laughs> would imagine it would sound like that. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. know, but it was pretty accurate. Also, too, like the actor Patty. Mm. wow yeah way to what go what an episode for him like i mean he's a unfortunately trooper. this is his last but like my goodness that wasn't like he should be nominated for some sort of award because that was like a phenomenal performance yeah opinion. he real this like as much as this is him at his absolute weakest and lowest this is by mm-hmm. far like the best episode for the king Stunning. like it's like he's probably the main character this episode yeah, yeah. so good MVP. Like so, so, so good. Um, but yeah, back on to his sort of like condition. Um, I think it's worth noting too, like we see him being sort of like sedated, I guess, with mm. Milk of the Poppy, which has um, been a c- consistent sort of like proper element that they've included even in Game of Thrones. So yep. um, I think we sort of get the impression that Allison and Otto are sort of behind um, him being sedated with this. But you know, we find out later that he's really not being sedate. Like, yes, in a way he is, but it's not out of, I don't think it's out of um, ambition. I think that they're genuinely just trying to help him sort of ease his pain. Mm. I mean, I could be a bit of both, but I don't think it's all, I don't know if it's all sort of like ambition focused. You're, you look like you disagree. I'm to bring back our amazing Canadian phrase. I think it's a bit of a twofer, because mm-hmm. a twofer I, bud. A twofer bud. Because yeah, I think it's a two for one. I think it's a case mm-hmm. of yes, she really does care about the king, but yeah. and I think it is a twofer in the sense of I think she cares about the king, but Otto cares a lot more about missing on an opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, I think certainly. that the two of them are smart enough to realize that if they do keep him now that he is weaker, it's much easier for her to whisper in for them both to whisper in his ear and say, look, mm-hmm. sir, you need to like you need to rest up. You know, we'll we'll take care of things. You get rest. I think it's it's easy to sell because, yes, they do genuinely care for him, but also mm-hmm. on the backside of things, they know that this is their opportunity to really get shit in motion and they're True. both smart enough to sort of like capitalize on it. So yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a I think it's a twofer for them. It's a twofer, bud. It's a twofer for sure, eh? Yeah, I think yeah. I think though this episode really kind of shows like the queen I remember last episode I was complaining about how I I dislike Allison. I think she's like mm-hmm. a little B. I this whole episode really kind of like besides the end. But yeah. I sort of saw like a more human side of Allison this time I just I liked the way that she interacted especially in the second half of the episode the way that she sort of like interacted with the king and sort of protected him a little bit I I don't know I I did kind of appreciate that and I think it added like an extra emotional element to their relationship and like the care um like Allison's character yeah for sure I think it added also an extra sort of um I added a bonus to me about where she was in the last episode because the last episode mm-hmm. was her low point, right? Like she went fucking crazy for a moment. 
um yeah. and you know mm-hmm. over like her kids over the situation over the king not being on her side over Rhaenyra like everyone sort of she really put herself in a situation where she was fighting so many fights against so many people that I think that she recognized that was her low point and then this episode we see her sort of making amends in all the ways possible because she's mm-hmm. as nice as she can be to the king she's open to change with Rhaenyra let's say yeah and then she's also really starting to discipline like the son who's clearly out of line and you know has issues right um Mm -hmm. versus like the last episode where she was like you know defending her son you know annoyed at the king and attacking Rhaenyra yeah she's sort of yeah bit of bit of time and she's sort of sorted herself out so yeah, yeah I she's think six years good. older too. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, time and just she's you know, like the king sort of says later on, like he's obviously on his way out. Like mm-hmm. they, everyone should just get along. And I think I do actually genuinely think that Allison and Rhaenyra took that to heart. Yeah, and I do too. Of, um we can get we can talk about that later. Yeah, but, we'll, um, we'll come on to that. That's the king. The king is not doing yeah, well. So back to the, like shit. Yeah, the bag of bones in bed. The next note I have <laughs> is Damon gets straight to the point. Um, yeah, Damon's like, I don't give a Damon's like, like business. Like, I'm going to... This is the problem. <laughs> see, this is what I think, like, whereas, yeah, Allison and Otto sort of, like, had the, oh, we care about you, but now we're going to get shit done. Damon's like, mm-hmm. you could die if you sneeze, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you these questions now, and you're going to do something about it. Um, and you're like, do you mind, like, being a little yeah. bit... She like, she, like, grabs his arm, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's my brother. Yeah. It's not like it's, like, her dad, and, like, he's trying to, you know, mm-hmm. like, be nice to him. It's his brother at the end of the day. Yeah, like, he's, he's like, pissed off at him. It's, it is funny, like, you can see the their relationship to the king and how, like, they're both different, but they have that mm-hmm. sort of, yeah, family relationship. It's kind of weird to say, but, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, demonstrates the point, asking about you know everything to do with the um, drift mark and all that, um, and that's quite funny to see. And then yeah, it brings in the kids, um, and I, I wrote a note saying I don't blame the kids for crying when they see Grandpa <laughs> Frankenstein. That's, <what> <laughs> that's literally what I wrote. It's a horror I'm like, story. Kids terrified. <laughs> yeah, kids terrified for life of Grandpa. That's not good. God, imagine seeing that. Imagine being like three years old and seeing your like zombie like grandfather i think there's only two ways it goes God. one is you instantly start crying and have nightmares for years or you like are weird and want to poke it hmm. you, know? you know i can I, see kids wanting to was... poke stuff like that also too this is really gross but i couldn't help but think this the whole time every time they like zoomed in really close on his face imagine the smell of his breath oh yeah like, the teeth um, are bad the rotting teeth Oh mm-hmm. my, I could smell it through the TV screen. Oh, like, yeah, that's bad. It's a good thing that they haven't invented smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision? I would not be, <laughs> yeah, I would not be watching this show. I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, What movie would you want to watch that had smell-o-vision? Mm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that's sure. a good shout. That's a good shout. Yeah. I don't know why I thought Avatar. Like, I want to know what that planet Very smells tropical. like with all the colors and shit going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like that planet might smell funny. It smells like a big fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, smell-o-vision, patent pending. Wait, mm-hmm. wait. You heard it here first, folks. Um, yeah, the kids uh, crying. Grandpa Frankenstein can't really blame them. Also, one of the kids is named after him, right? Viserys. One, one of yeah. them is Aegon. 
The oldest one is Aegon, and then the second one, the one that she's holding, yeah. is Viserys. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then the third one, she's pregnant. Doesn't they already have a kid? Doesn't the king and Alicent have a kid called Aegon? They sure do. So now there's they two sure living Aegons based on the Aegon the Conqueror of old. Yes. Okay. That's one too many Aegons, in That's my opinion. That's too many Aegons. How many, many Aegons does it take to make a Viserys? <laughs> How many Aegons <laughs> does it take to screw in a light bulb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh then next scene we have, or next note I've got here, is Prince is raping? Question mark prince is a rapist yes yeah because i still i i knew that they were getting to that but i still didn't know for sure if that's what it was because of just how weird this character seems to be they could have been anything yeah and also too like when the because you see later that he sort of rapes a serving girl but the serving girl um talks to one of the knights and this is a part we were talking about where allison sort of gets pulled away and yeah, so you have the the serving girl sort of mm -hmm. um, sobbing uncontrollably. She she can't she barely even get a word in, um, and she's explaining the situation without like really saying anything specifically. Mm -hmm. And um, after she sort of finishes, you like I don't know about you, but at that point I was like, "Is Allison gonna cut this bitch's head yeah. off? Like, what is going on?" I was so scared. I'm like. This is going to be like a defining moment for Allison because mm -hmm. she's either choosing good or evil at this point. I was thinking she was choosing like this is like her true Cersei turning moment yeah. is if she did That's something. That's what I here. thought too. I'm like she's going to kill this she poor girl. She even says and like the line that is pretty much immediate. Like whenever someone's like, I swear on my life, I won't tell anyone. And the other person says, I believe you. It's because they know they're going to fucking kill him. <laughs> exactly. That's the only reason exactly you say that. Yeah so that was scary but yeah. to both of our surprise mm -hmm. she ended up being very good about it very she good. gave this chick money mm -hmm. and she gave her a plan bt yeah and I, I these are my lady scarfed it down exactly my notes i've got queen is dealing with it in a merciful way and then a ton of question marks like because mm -hmm. i was nervous and then i put good <laughs> to see the return of plan b cup of tea yes i think yep. that they should i think this should be a thing plan b cup of tea it's, a, it's more fun than taking a pill you know, just to sip on like a cute little. I guess it could be, but tea. it's yeah, maybe maybe we do this with our smell of vision and Plan, Plan B, B cup tea. of tea, patent pending. Yeah, TM. <laughs> um. So yeah, so you have that whole scene, and I was like, oh, what a what a delightful surprise, mm -hmm. really. I still, like, even after all that, thought that there was going to be a follow up scene, but then the queen goes straight to reprimand the son and then i was like okay this kid's safe like she's fine yeah, yeah so so with that being said mm -hmm. she sort of that whole scene sort of ends and then her go storming into Aegon's room and um you know and he's laying there and again we see things that we don't need to see yeah but no one wanted to see the kid's ass also that's his it. first introduction to that yeah. This is his new actor, and we first see butt. Ass first, face second. Mm -hmm. I think that's how should they should introduce all of the characters from now on. Every Ass single first. character, even yeah. the dragons. Yeah, just no, booty, and ass. then they turn their head. <laughs> <laughs> just like look back at it. 
Mm. I think so. For it's a power move. It's I mean, it's it's the way he came into this Game of Thrones life, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um maybe he'll die with his ass out. Maybe that'll be like his mm. whole character arc. Ass in, ass out. Yeah. Maybe. What did you think of him as the the new actor? Honestly, he's I, a little less. Sorry, I compl- I asked you, and then I kept <laughs> you go, you go. I was just. I think we were gonna say the same thing. Is it's not. It seems like he should be taller. Yeah, it's, it Why doesn't is he look so right. Short. It's like he hit his growth spurt. He in the looks last younger than grow. the one I do too. Yeah, he did. Well, the the one. Okay. We're gonna. Yeah, I got so many <laughs> thoughts on. Say. I got so <laughs> many thoughts on say. that guy. Oh boy. Um, I don't think that yeah. the new Aegon ass out guy is anywhere near as creepy as the actual kid mm-hmm. was. And yeah, it just doesn't look right. It just looks off. So I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it. It just doesn't. It's like a weird, a weird casting. Yeah. Honestly. It's strange. Um, I don't know. He's still a shithead. Yep. Still doing I that. Mean, I mean, they're um, giving him the lines yeah, to be a shithead, but I just don't see him as it. And also, for some reason, I like feel like more than any of them, which is ridiculous when you look at some of like what people's outfits and costumes and whatnot are. I just feel like he looks like he's in a wig. And he looks like he's... I don't know, because he's got a little bob. Like a little bob cut. He's almost like Velma. <laughs> but not quite. He's the same haircut my sister had when she was like six. Oh, okay. It's kind of funny. Yeah, burn on Grace. <laughs> but yeah. I want to find I want to find <laughs> you can find a photo and send it. <laughs> we'll put this up on the Inst- no, we won't put it up on the Instagram. You guys won't know ever. But um yeah, I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't 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 give me the right vibe and his casting is a little Mm-mm. strange. Um but back to the notes. Yeah, so the queen though going off on the sun. I thought that's interesting for a couple different reasons i think it's one interesting that just what mentally it's doing to the queen that she's trying so much and all of this is to get him on the throne but she doesn't even like him and in this scene disowns him as her son so it Mm -hmm. then just really pulls into question like why are you doing all this for this kid like why do you really care yeah why is the effort being put into this yeah like what what are you doing here it doesn't make any sense and also she's like her whole thing if you really think about her freaking plan here right she's trying to she's trying to put her kid on the throne because Rhaenyra's kids are illegitimate they're bastards right but yeah really what's more of a sin the fact that these kids are bastards or who your son currently is being a rapist, weirdo, masturbating over the city dude, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's not... It's not a fair... I don't know. It's I just don't logical. see what she's what she's pushing so hard to get. It's not be- It's not a better world. I mean, she's also... It's, it's also just not even really about Jason Luke. She wants Aegon to take over even before Rhaenyra. Like, she, mm-hmm. like she doesn't want Rhaenyra at all. So, And it's so bizarre to me because Rhaenyra... Yes, well, she might have some bastards. Mm-hmm. She's very put together. Yeah, she's got a head on her shoulders. Like, she's not like, wackadoodle. Exactly. Where these two kids clearly mm-hmm. are, there's a few screws missing. Yep. 
so also i don't know but like she's not very feminist like she's she's really like putting other women down to get a man back in charge and i don't i don't agree with that right now that's not great i mean you heard it here first guys allison is anti-woke she's she i you know i hate to say it but i mean the show speaks for itself really allison just canceled (laughs) yeah for for (laughs) many reasons probably we could probably find more but yeah um so yeah so so we have the queen putting down the uh, the maybe king to be who knows the prince um and then i've got the next note i've got again is back to the costume design but we see allison in the room with damon and rhaenyra and we've got green versus red and black and it just the outfits and just the setting of how they stand and all of that is just awesome i just love it but um, also, you may, we got to go back a little bit because okay. we see in that scene, um, Helena comes in, and you're like, "Oh, oh I wait. that's had weird." No idea that was Helena. I thought that was yeah. just a maid or something. And it was only until the very end of this episode when she starts dancing with um, Rhaenyra's kid that I was like, "Oh, that's the sister." Yeah. And but honestly, when she was in this scene, that's why I don't have a note of it, is because I thought it was just a handmaid or someone. I had mm-hmm. no she's idea who it was. She's very pl- well, considering sort of how she's been the last two episodes, very sort of like odd and a standout, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, yeah, she's very plain in this in this one scene. You almost don't really like you said, you almost don't know it's her. Um, but yeah, let's just let's just say it. They're married. We've got a brother, sister. They're straight up married at this point. They're straight up married and they have children. Yeah. Wait, they have kids too? Yeah, because remember he says, um, or she says, she walks in and is basically like, is the maid or the serving girl Mm -hmm. that that Aegon sort of like. Oh, right. She's supposed to dress the kids. Sorry. Supposed to dress the kids. So they have multiple children. Mm -hmm. They are brother and sister. They are married. Any questions, anyone? Um, no, I have a few. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's pretty much. It's gross. It's really gross. It's really gross. It definitely somehow does make the whole. I mean, I don't want to say it makes the whole Damon and Rhaenyra thing okay, but it makes it somewhat less gross. It makes it better. No, it doesn't make it better. It just makes it less it makes gross it by comparison. By direct comparison, it's less gross, but it doesn't make it better. I listen. I don't want this to come off as offensive, but I want to see what these kids look like. Yeah, I do. I want to see what they look like because there's no way that but, those kids, based on what the dad looks like alone, that those kids look normal. But they've never ever Sorry. done in the whole of Game of Thrones, as far as I'm aware. They've never... Oh, in fact, no, they have. They have. I was going to say, they've never done any consequences of incest. But they have. Up beyond the wall, there was that and guy... Joffrey, kind of. Yeah, but it wasn't like a physical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, that kid mm-hmm. looks a bit creepy in my opinion, but it wasn't as mm-hmm. a result of that. He like was obviously a bat, bit batshit crazy, but mm-hmm. like physical Ooh. sort of issues. But yeah, the guy beyond the wall, that's the only one. Which one? So Michael Sam, Michael? when Sam falls in love with the girl from the wildling girl, sort of, so that is 
that old guy beyond the wall sort of has it, all his Master. daughters and he keeps sleeping with his daughters and then the kids he feeds yeah. to the white walkers right. which is I'm a whole fucking yeah. fucked up thing which we just also there's so much in game so of thrones that you just sort of i wonder if game of thrones is bad for people like, does it make us insensitive? Does it normalize? Yeah. Does, does it, it normalize incest? Yeah, does it put something like it on us? Like, if I find out, oh, you know, Bill and Ted are now incest, I'd be like, huh. You know? I don't know. Cause I, listen. Winter's this coming. Is a, this is TMI, but I went to school with a kid whose parents were first cousins. Mm-hmm. And he had quite a few, like visible and Mm non-visible issues so i feel like that was the first time i was ever like oh this isn't just like a like a thing that you like hear about it's like oh it's like standing right in front of me and i so yeah i don't know it's i don't think it's normalized it for me but i also feel like having Aegon and helena together really makes damon and rhaenyra look really good yeah it does i I, again i don't i don't want to I don't want to say it's better, but yeah, I guess it is. By com- direct comparison, it's a, it's a yeah. bit better. Less mm-hmm. bad, but still gross. Um, okay, right. So yeah, then we have the... Oh, the other thing, when the um, uh, Allison, Damon, and Rhaenyra are all standing in the room, I have a note that mm-hmm. says, oh, Scar, awkward. Because they yeah. briefly she show sort of her out. arm, and then she's like, oh, hide it. Because, you know, she's remember... Like, oh. Do you remember what you did to me? Remember when you cut me open and nobody cared? (laughs) Like everyone just stood around while I bled the floor red. Also too, can we talk about in this moment, not not me being thirsty on the internet again, Mm -hmm. but Damon sitting there holding Rhaenyra's hand? Mm -hmm. Girl, I'm sorry. (laughs) You can't help but want to be her. Yeah. Sorry. Damon has a, a little chuckle that he does like mm-hmm. allison says something and he just goes like huh. and i thought that that was pretty cool pretty funny and um, but yeah i did wonder if in this scene like because i'm noticing how like badass the two of them look together i did wonder mm-hmm. what your thoughts would be just on the on the spicier end of things if if it was still looks so good ticking the box it looks oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's not even just Damon now. It's it's Rhaenyra too. I'm yeah, just like, the oh, two of them. Maybe I'm not just in love with that like him. I'm in love with them. I think you're I in love with be... the the yeah the the power and we already know you like the chaos of Damon, but mm-hmm. the badassery of it all. In a, in a way, I think Rhaenyra provides direction and purpose to Damon's chaos. Yep. Yeah. Very much. Which is Very a pretty much. hot sentence to say. I totally agree with. I think that mm-hmm. was beautifully put, Reese. Thank you. That was pretty. That was pretty much it. I think he, he can funnel his chaotic energy mm-hmm. through Rhaenyra's ambition. Yeah, there's definitely we, we can see that later. We we can um. I think we can workshop this. I think there's like a you know how there's like those pillows, and like coasters and little mm-hmm. hanging pieces of driftwood that every like white married couple have that live, says. Laugh, love. You live, laugh, love, but this says something about how like you're the you're the balance to my you know you're my ying to my yak that kind of vibe. I think mm-hmm. we can do like a, a a a line of clothing and like house accessories that is you're the my you're my Rhaenyra to my Damon kind of vibe, but you're like yeah you're my chaos. Yes. You're 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 
something about controlling you control my chaos and together we're awesome kind of vibe that was so poetic i'm gonna write a poem later about this please take that concept and actually write the proper sentence to what that would be because if if those if that's worded right i think that's what should be on a t-shirt we're gonna make millions of dollars i think so i think our etsy store is about to blow up also i mean when you know Smell it, smenema, smenema, or whatever it was. Smell of vision. Smell of vision. I was trying to think <laughs> like cinema. Smell. No. Smelling, was, smelling an enema. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was thinking smelling in a cinema. <laughs> oh, Smell God. Smenema. No. Oh, tangent. We Red Bull. Yeah, we just need to. Anyway. Oh, speaking of this. Okay. I was going to save this to the end, but I did get you a present. What? I got one for me and I got one for you. And oh. I'm going to bring it when I... When I'm visiting you... Reese and McKinley in, in a month or so. Yeah. Um, And you're going to hate it so much. I'm going to hate so it? Okay. Yes, but, All right. But I don't care because you're also going to love it. You're going to hate that you love it so much. Is there any chance that we can sort of record a podcast when you're here the three of us and then you give the gift on the podcast and then we can sure. sort of tie in the two things you think that would Technically, work Technically, i have two gifts for you i have one oh. for mckinley two for you so i have to get mckinley something else because i don't want her to feel you, left yeah out. you can't like she's your best friend i mean you can't she is my bestie. can't sway two on my side that would that would be bad i mean i'm not gonna tell you yeah. what to do you do whatever you gotta do no, I'm gonna get her something else. I already have an idea of what I what I, what else I'm gonna get her. This mm. is such a tangent. This is a tangent on a tangent. This is what <laughs> happens. It's fine. This is this is how um, it goes. But yeah, I'll make it up. I'll make it up. Don't worry. All right, let's rein her in. Mm-hmm. Just to get back on track here. So Damon's hot. Rhaenyra's hot. Yes. The two of them together, okay. power hot couple, is what Very we basically sexy. worked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, the emblems uh, of the seven. Hmm, that's um, I, yeah, that's what the star is. We've already spoken about that. So that's when they find out in the episode. You know, sort of Damon brings it up about they're not following like the old ways. They're doing this new star shit when House Targaryen is still on the throne. Like that shouldn't be up there kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and then I've got the next note, which is awkward eye patch, which brings us <laughs> on to this new character. Who, yeah, just your initial thoughts on the new uh, Eamon? Eamon, right? Yeah. Good for you, Reese. Thank you. You're getting the names down. Him, I Um, can, him, he's hard to forget. He is something else. Um, Yeah, your thoughts. I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. I think this new actor is so menacing. Like, Mm -hmm. his, just his facial shape alone is just so. Also, too, like, why do I have a thing for for these men in wigs and these blonde wigs? I don't know. Because he but pretty much looks like Damon. I don't with an eye patch. I think that when you get round to watching Lord of the Rings and you see Legolas, you're probably gonna have issues. Like, you think that there's gonna be like a battle? I think I could Damon get you like a a a, a poster of Damon and Legolas <laughs> like together, and that would be that would never come down for even when you're like happily mm. married in the future and whatever, like <laughs> you will still have this poster on the wall. Wow. That's mm. a big claim. Yeah, I think to be you... fair, I did I tried to watch this is such another tangent, but I tried to watch Two Towers and I know that wasn't the first one, but it's the first one that came up. So I what? watched it and I didn't. Why did like you it. do that? You asked me specifically know. for the order and the list. Why would you start on number two? In all fairness, though, actually, uh, that's yeah. kind of upsetting because I think Two Towers is like the best 
one, I think. Mm, I don't know, actually. I'd have to, I'd, um, I don't know, I'd have to think about that. Two Towers has yeah, some I, amazing bits in I it. I gotta though. watch the first one because I feel like I fucked it up. Yeah, well, I don't know why. Starting on episode two, it just came up, and I was like, "Okay, I'll watch it." Well, it's not going to make any sense. Also, because it it starts with them in the mountains, like with Gollum, and you'll have no fucking clue who they are or what they're doing there. Yeah, that's a really bad jumping in point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Anyway. anyway, um, this character, the new Aemon, okay. I think that what the only negative I'm going to say on him is that I think he looks too old. I think he looks a lot older than uh, his supposed older brother, and that is causing me like some mm-hmm. some visual issues. But other than that, this is like I am fascinated by this guy. Like the actor, the character, everything about him is just suspenseful and yeah chaotic kind of crazy like you have no clue what he's gonna do next you know he's got a bone to pick with pretty much everybody but then he does a very damon thing of like there's little lines so like when he bests the knight and the knight says oh you're gonna win many attorney he instantly cuts that down it's like i don't have any interest in attorneys and it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, so why are you, why are you doing all this then? Why are you fighting? Yeah, like, why, why are, are you, you so mad? Like, doing this. Um, so yeah, I think that he mm-hmm. just has some chaos about him. And then again, I'm jumping ahead, but just for the sake of it, we have a scene where Damon steps in and goes eye to eye with this kid, and I wanted that to lead somewhere. When Damon, when he left screen and then Damon left screen, I was really hoping we were going to a cutscene where the two of them can talk. Because I think that those two actors face to face are going to make probably the best scene we've ever seen in this show. I don't know why I just feel like the two of them have totally like agree. a crazy energy that will just, I don't know, just go off. I, it's, it's funny because like I wrote, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Amond is cosplaying as Damon. Yeah, they they are. Tw- I With wrote the wig, like he, like he took his wig and he took like his like outfit and he's like, I'm Damon now. I'm yeah. the new Damon. Yeah, we're skipping way ahead to that dinner scene, but I, my note is Damon and Amon are twins? Question mark. So yeah, they literally look exactly the same, yeah, except he has an eye patch. Very very similar. Um, um, the other note like, I yeah, had just on him, um, sorry, is like his uh, voice is very unsettling. There's something about his voice that's just off. Yeah, very creepy. Yeah, he's a he's a spooky character. Yeah, like like you were saying, you we have no idea what this dude because he's he doesn't have many lines in this episode, Mm-mm. um, and which also makes it scarier. Mm-hmm. Like the silences seem to be way worse than him actually saying anything. Yeah, his like stare um, alone says a lot. Yeah, his just the structure of his face is so just uncomforting Mm -hmm. like in every single way it's so sharp and the eye patch is like just there's so much going on with his face yeah that it's scary yeah no you know what i mean the other crazy thing that i've only Um, just thought about because they don't show it at all in this episode but this character can fight clearly got a bone to pick mm -hmm. is crazy as controlled chaotic chaosy craziness but he's got the biggest fucking dragon we didn't see it or mm-hmm. even he hear mention of it in this one, but he's got the biggest dragon. 
Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, there's some shit about to go down in the next episode. Yeah. You better believe with with Vagar. Um, yeah, he's he's um he's scary. I don't know what he's capable of, but it's not anything good. Yeah, it can't be I anything think. good. Can't be anything good. Mm-mm. Um. Okay. Right. Mm-mm. Let's fly through some notes because yeah, I kind of I want to spend a bit of time on the uh, on the dining scene um for a bunch of different conspiracy theories going forward so i'm going to fly through some of these mm-hmm. so i got g's the political moves from drift mark and the queen um uh yeah sorry drift mark and the queen but i couldn't tell if the queen really wanted it or not like when she's at the table sort of the the hand and the uh, brother from drift mark and she's sitting there i couldn't really get the sense that she was all in on it yet and I wonder if that was also because she's maybe thinking, oh, my son's a piece of shit. I don't know if this is all worth it. Um, but yeah, she just seemed a little off to me. So are you talking about the scene where they're in sort of the, like, the 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 room where they do all their political yeah, the, talks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the queen sort of sitting as the head of this sort of, like, debate, because the king's obviously not available. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got Vaymond, I believe, comes in, mm-hmm. and, who is the brother of yep. Corliss, and he's he has now arrived to King's Landing, and there's going to be a debate sort of going on about the succession of the Driftmark throne, so or the Driftwood throne. Um, and we don't really know what's what the vibe is with the Queen because. Like, while she does have, like, a vested interest because she's the queen, she really doesn't in a way because the only thing that she could possibly do in this situation is screw over Rhaenyra and Luke, who's yeah. the one who technically should inherit this. Um, So you're kind of wondering, is she just going to, like, screw over Luke and Rhaenyra just because she can, because mm-hmm. she hates them? Or is she actually going to um, consider realistically the possibility of who could sit this throne because to be fair Vayman does have a good point like mm. clearly the kids are bastards even though they can't talk about that yeah and he's a kid at the end of the day yeah the kid and, the kid point is the biggest one i think yeah like he's a little kid so he's not going to be able to command any ships and like they say in the in the show multiple times that the targaryens rule the sky and the valerians rule the seas mm. so Vayman does have a good claim um and then you also have Rhaenys, who's the wife of Corlys, who who you don't really know what she wants. To me, it kind of seems like she just wants to stay on the throne, keeping mm-hmm. it sort of, um, I suppose, warm until maybe Luke, Luke takes over or even forever. Um, but, yeah, you don't really know what the queen what the queen wants to do in that situation no um and the whole thing in all honesty like it makes me a little disappointed because the end of the last episode we we both sat and agreed that this couple like the queen and and king of driftmark were going to become absolute wild fucking cards because they'd lost all their kids they believed that rhaenyra had their son murdered Mm -hmm. um and Damon also, you know, just dealt with like her was married to the daughter who also died. So I sort of did think that they would become a huge wild card and the king just disappearing and being sick to the point of maybe death. 
it's kind of upsetting. Yeah. And then, yeah, the queen, I, I wrote, so I wrote a note here. Um, well, first of all, I had a note that was when the two of them were talking or all three of them were talking. I was like, there are too many names that sound similar in this <laughs> show and it fucking pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. um, I was like, if yeah, if you don't know who's who here, it's really going to be like, I, I got lost. Keep track. Yeah, again, half asleep today, but I was really struggling today with some of these conversations. Anyway, the note that I said is, um, I love the grandmother, Princess Renice. Um, her, the actor who's playing her, the character in general, just yep. how she holds yeah. herself and how she is, like knowing that she could have been, you know, queen of everything and then had to mm-hmm. wasn't allowed that and then still has that sort of control and like, poise to continue on um is just awesome and then also i put a little note saying like another game of thrones cool ass grandma because there was also (laughs) the um marjorie yeah marjorie's grandma tyrell like the grandma tyrell was obviously badass um she was so yeah just adding another cool grandma to it yeah that's a good point i yeah, we haven't really talked about her too much at length, but the just going back to what you said, that the actress that's playing her is fantastic. Oh, She's yeah. She's so good in that She's role. She's fire. Even Corliss is great, too. I think yep, it's kind of shitty of them. to see like him gone. I mean, if who knows, right? With Game of Thrones, you never know what's going to happen. But um, if he does die, that's it's a shame because I really liked those two characters. And like you I said don't before, think he too, can, like... I don't think he can die off screen. He's too. He's been too big of a role the whole time. Yeah. Like yeah, he has to, a, he has to come in and do something crazy. It'd be a slight to kill him off screen. It would but, suck. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we were totally convinced that they were gonna be like major, major players. In well, yeah. Again, maybe we don't sleep on it though, because maybe he does heal up, get he better, and then comes in as a wild card and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, Even Lanor too. I still think he's gonna come back at some point. Maybe next season. No, but. I really want Lanor gone. I really hope he's Do just... Do you? Yeah, because I want him to just be happy. Just let him go. Like, I want him to be happy too, but I also feel like there's no way that they're not going to... No, but what does he come back to do? Like, he I comes back and maybe is to like... Help, maybe he helps come and fight for Rhaenyra. Who knows? Mm. Don't know. We'll see. Um, if, if, anyway. he, if they bring him back in any way, it might be that, like, where he's living now, there's some resource mm. or something that he can provide. Like maybe he, maybe. he, maybe he's just the dude that if you need to go hiding in exile for a little bit, they send them there kind of thing. Something like that. Yeah, maybe. Like a Sojourner kind of vibe, like over the sea I sort of protecting Jorah. people. Um, okay. So yeah, I had that note about the grandmas and then the next scene we have immediately after all of that, um, Rhaenyra talking with Renice out in the Godswood area, mm-hmm. she basically leaves Rhaenyra with the thought that um, they're going to lose tomorrow, basically. It's all going to mm-hmm. start going downhill yeah, tomorrow. Blow. Yeah, the first blow. That's what she says, right? Um, so then we cut to the next scene, and so starts my crazy Game of Thrones conspiracies. For the rest of this episode, I could not stop spinning a crazy yarn of like, holy shit, this is, this is all going to hit the fan. So we have the scene where it's a dark and stormy night. Doesn't help. First thing, nothing good happens mm. on a dark and stormy night. We then have Rhaenyra alone in the chambers of the king. And I thought for the briefest moment, she's going to kill him 
Because if she kills him there and then, she instantly becomes in charge. And then the whole vote thing tomorrow, she can just shut away with. Right? So Darkest Stormy Night, I was like, oh shit, she's going to murder her dad. Um, doesn't obviously happen. What then does happen is we have like, I mean, I guess a little pretense into what's going to happen towards the end of the thing because King's not all there, doesn't quite understand who she is initially and then takes the time and then yeah. figures out who it is. He's got, he's got severe dementia at this point. Yeah, he's, he's, well, he's he, you've seen he's him. He's struggling. Yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. a bit of a bad hangover. His mind, his mind, like his, his body looks like shit, but he's clearly just not really He's just not there. there. He's just, yeah, he's spinning. He's like a, he's like when a vinyl runs out. And you just hear that repeated <laughs> sort of scratching going <laughs> round and round. Yeah. That's that's him right now. Just wheezing oh going round and round. Um, yeah, so this is the only part, like I said earlier, that I was happy that with Rhaenyra this episode because it's finally when she clicked to me as a character. But her breaking here was a little... Like, I get it. I know why, and everyone's human and all that kind of stuff, but, like, I generally think this character is so awesome and so badass, it hurt to see her sort of give in a little... Not give in, but, like, Hmm. she had this little moment of weakness where she's like, I don't know if I want it kind of thing. And it was obviously, like, humanizing, and it was was there for a purpose, and then obviously it serves a greater purpose because then this is what gets the king into action. But... Yeah, it was just a little sad. I was like, oh, like she's struggling with it and that sucks because like I want you to like be super badass and, and get going and, you know, be able to be able to handle this. Um, yeah. I think it was I think it was actually like a I see what you're saying, but I also think it was a great like dichotomy mm-hmm. like within the character. I think we we see I think they try so hard to make Rhaenyra this like really like badass, like gonna be a queen um takes what she wants you know she wants her uncle she's gonna have him <laughs> and like sorry i had to throw that in there yeah but yeah, um uh, yeah Got i it. like this moment because it like you said like it it does really humanize her and it it also shows that like yes while being the queen is great it's a lot of pressure yeah and like clearly she's aware enough and sort of like we said before as well like with it and has a good head on her shoulders and understands the sort of like the responsibility i guess that she's gonna actually have to bear Mm -hmm. and i did think that it made her more likable because at the end of the day too it's her father like her father's dying that's not easy to see and i think sometimes with game of thrones and um even house of the dragon you sort of miss that human element to it because it just feels so the the world that they live in feels so unhandled or intangible um that you feel really removed from it so i think those little moments that they throw in really help you to sort of connect with the character on like a human to human level not just me watching this person in this crazy world right yeah no no you are right yeah absolutely and again i i think that it yeah, the whole reason I like this episode is because of the character building and all of that. So obviously this is a huge part of like her character building. I guess I just felt like bad for her. I just felt like sorry that yeah this was starting to like weigh on her. Um more than like it's not like I was upset at the show for doing this to the character. It's just I just felt for her. I was like, Oh shit. That sucks. It's really the complete opposite of what you thought was gonna happen though, because if you think that she's gonna kill him and then really she's 
yeah. sympathizing with him, it's really like you probably were like, oh, that's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, I was probably jarred. I was probably sweating at this point. I was like, oh, shit, she's about to kill him. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, like, yeah, the conspiracies only just start here. So that's yeah. where it's at. Um, But yeah, really cool scene. And again, this is sort of the start of where the king kind of takes over for this episode. Like, obviously, when yeah. we get to the throne room scene, we'll get on to that. But uh, yeah, really cool between yeah. the two of she them. She specifically sort of, at, like, in this moment when she has this, like, little break, um, she specifically is like, I need you to help me. Like, I need you to defend me sort yeah. of thing. And not so many words. But, um, and you're like, dude, how is he going to defend you? Like, the dude is, like, a dust. He's just a pile of dust. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but you see that he does. He does. He does. I think also, like, I was thinking about this. Another scene that stands out is throwback to, like, episode two when they're, like, having dinner together and it's actually because of Allison that she said you should talk to him about, like, your mother and sort of, like, passing on and whatnot. They've always mm-hmm. had, or at least they used to have, like, a, a bit of an awkward time talking to each other about opening up about feelings and whatnot. And I wonder if, like, just the fact that the king is so weak and so out of it maybe she just doesn't even expect him to fully hear her at this point that's why she can be so like open about it yeah it's a good point she's just like thinks she's talking to like a wall or a coma guy yeah that's that's a you know what that's a very literary point like something sort of between the lines that you think like yeah because their relationship i'll give myself a gold star i don't care absolutely you should (laughs) i mean like if we talking about this book in like an english class and you said that i'd be mm-hmm. like you know what this guy's on to something mm, thank you the Sorry. curtains were blue because of the emotion in the air and sadness that's and pretty things. much it all right guys thanks for tuning in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you can follow us as always at spotify and instagram i'm fine no, i'm kidding um okay so um yes yeah, so next we have again a visual shot that just looked so fucking badass but it cuts to the next day and we see the throne and all the swords and like autos sort of like standing up there but just the throne and all the swords and that sort of like bird's eye view sort of cut away to the main sort of throne room i was like holy shit this is cool yeah just yeah all- it was a cool uh the aesthetics of this whole episode were amazing oh and something I about too, it because the last episode was so fucking dark and we were talking mm-hmm. about this before how we yeah. couldn't see anything versus this episode you could see everything and mm-hmm. the shots were amazing and just like the cinematography like exceptional so yep. i think it's like a great you know a great contrast from last time yeah no you're right yeah i i didn't even think about that in comparison to the last episode but yeah this episode so many times i was just caught in awe of just the scene of the thing the so, music yeah. too that they play Ooh. like well like y'all we're gonna come on to the music because yes. holy we'll shit the we'll get to it yeah i don't want to say it yeah i don't want to ruin it for when so it, good yeah um okay so we have the um we have the throne room starts kicking off you know the the, the brother sort of starts saying his thing Otto is being pretty transparent he's doing a pretty bad job of seeming unbiased i think here i think he's like got a huge grin on his face and he's like thank you for your mm. opinions now rhaenyra do you want to try and say something i dare you and also too he looks way too comfortable up on that up i on know that. he looks like he's made himself like, right at home sir 
what do you think this is? You think you're the king? Even the way he says, like, his, like, I am the hand of the king and I speak for the king, so anything I say goes kind of thing. That little speech he gives. I'm like, ooh, buddy, overstepping your bounds a bit. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Um, But then all of that leads into the great moment where it's kind Mm -hmm. of funny because in so many movies ever, when someone bursts through the doors and everyone stops to turn and look at them, nine times out of ten, it's a pretty badass thing. And this is super badass whilst also being so sad and, like, mm-hmm. painful to watch as this, like, king, like, the biggest man in the room, just yeah. slowly schmeagles his way in there. And it's like... Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's such such a strange scene. But you see, like, Otto and, like, the queen and uh, the the brother, like, all jaw drop, like, oh, crap, Mm -hmm. we're fucked now. They're just not expecting it at all. Yeah. And I mean, even even the audience isn't expecting it. Yeah, no, no one is. It's a really, it's a really good twist. And then, yeah, just, I can't, I can't quite put the right words to it. But yeah, just sort of like the. The grandiose of it all. Yeah, I I, I I wish there was a word I could think of, but it's like, it's like the the craziness in my head is thinking this whole time that like all these people in the whole realm, even though this man is like weaker than like spaghetti for legs, like everyone still is in awe of him and is like fearful of him. Like he walks in the room and everyone's watching. And also... Everyone shuts up. Yeah, ev- ev- no one says anything. Even though he's like, you know, mm. barely making his way in. Can't even get to the throne. He still has this power kind of about him. Yeah, and to your point that you said earlier, just credit to the actor for like pulling this scene off because it was so... Yeah, just like Claps all sorts of emotion. Come on. Claps. Good for you, Patty. Good for you, bud. You did, you did good. You um, did good. You done good, son. Yeah, I have the no- so my notes are King is making a grand entrance, and then in all caps I put someone give him a fucking shoulder of support. He might not make <laughs> it up those steps. <laughs> Literally anybody help him. And then my next note, well done, Dave. <laughs> also, too, what a cute It was like, great. It was good. Such a good moment. Okay, I have a little little um factoid about okay. this moment. Go for, you factoid so, up. As the king is walking, crawling would be a better word, crawling, dragging himself to the throne, he gets to the sort of the steps where he starts to ascend up. If and you mention the so step stones over. one more fucking time, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> no, no more, no more steps. Um, but he's walking up and he's so sort of like hobbled over yeah. that his crown falls. Yeah. And um, then you sort of see somebody help him and the, the king sort of looks to his side and they show it's damon yeah and damon picks up his crown the king walks up he sits down on the on the throne and damon puts his crown on top mm-hmm. and the factoid comes in here so that wasn't in the script so patty he was so hobbled over that the crown falls damon was supposed to go help him that was all written but damon picks up the crown and walks over and when patty Patty sits down, he puts the crown on top, but that wasn't written in the story because he was never supposed to drop his crown. But they were like, this is so great that we're Mm -hmm. keeping it in. And honestly, great scene. One of the best scenes in the entire entire show. We've we've mentioned this before because there was another scene way back when where I said that like Damon 
clearly has a brotherly relationship to his brother where like between the two of them they don't think of each other as king and subject like they can say whatever they want to each other right but mm-hmm. when that other uh guy starts dissing on the king damon's quick to shut him down and go like you don't you dare like kind of thing right so there is that huge respect that they have for each other and damon is such a unempathetic or unopenly empathetic character that to show him like at the bedside like crying or weeping over his brother would like ruin all the great build-up that you have of that that's not who he is but mm-hmm. The, pick, the helping him up the stairs and the king already shot someone down saying no I can do this by myself I don't need your fucking help but the king accepting yeah. Damon's help Damon offering it and then Damon putting the crown on his throne on, on his head sorry is like mm-hmm. just yeah like such like I don't use the ro- word romantic but it's like some great brotherly connection also just the the yeah. awe of the whole thing and the respect that's there is it's just it's just awesome it was really well done yeah great scene i would say that's probably in my top i mean it wasn't even my favorite scene this episode but it's one of my favorite scenes in this entire like yeah show. i think it's yeah you see like you see even just matt smith's facial expression right like he's mm-hmm. you can see that without showing it he feels bad for his brother like he feels really bad for him but he he knows also that if he let his brother see him looking at him with pity eyes that that would like upset him in a way or that would be wrong so he doesn't yeah um he's very like stoic yet empathetic mm -hmm. it's this great if we're talking about dichotomy of a character like Mm. this this entire episode i think does a great job of showing damon's like empathy versus his sort of like absolute chaotic yeah like un unchainable um you know like whatever whatever i'm trying to say no 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 i get you yeah um, absolutely yeah, yeah what a what a great scene honestly like best probably easily like top three scenes of this whole show if i were to really think about mm-hmm. everything like to th- the king coming in and sitting down and just oh, probably also the weight of what it means and you still don't re- like you know but you don't fully know what way he's gonna go yet and he yeah. ca- he kind of king kind of throws a curveball too because he pitches it to um uh grandma and that in itself is a bit of a risk because she we know she's kind of you, yeah. we, well sorry we don't know what way she's gonna you know who she's playing for so yeah. she sort of makes it seem like she's um a little bit based on the conversation that her and Rhaenyra have out like outside mm-hmm. you kind of she kind of says you know like they're gonna land their first blow like you're fucked basically and I'm not gonna be the one to save you so I think you know not to skip too far ahead but the king um essentially comes down and he sits on his throne and he goes I'm confused because I'm pretty sure we already settled yeah the succession issue mm-hmm. um and then he's like the only other person that I feel like could potentially make any comments about this is the princess rainice mm-hmm. and everyone's like oh oh yeah she's still here yeah she's here <laughs> she's just like she's like yeah well actually now that you now that you bring it up rhaenyra promised that yeah the grandkids are gonna get shop. married so mm-hmm. i'm on board and everyone's like okay yeah she Great. gets she Settled. gets in her two-piece which is good but i was thinking also that I initially thought that she's doing this because 
out of respect for her husband like she knows that this is genuinely his wishes because they had an argument about it it wasn't her wishes she knows that they're bastards she doesn't care about that but he cares so much about the history books and the name of the thing he said the name is more important than the blood or the history books only remember the name not the blood um Mm. so yeah i initially thought that she was doing it for that but then i also just thought it is also in her character to follow the rules because she at the very start of this could have been queen of everything but she was voted out and she just takes it like it's the husband who's upset about it and sort of you know once says you should have been queen sort of you're the rightful you know you should be on the iron throne but she's just like no it's not how it happened that's not the way she's almost very into democracy in a weird way like she's not that it is a democracy but like she, she's into following the the way that things are because she that's, likes the structure yeah the rules the laws the whatever you yeah. want to call it yeah so um yeah that's pretty cool um and then yeah. we have uh yeah i i put a note saying the high towers are done whoop whoop um mm-hmm. queen's son is uh wait queen's son the creep is laughing oh yeah the so aegon looks like he's laughing when the queen and otto are sort of upset by the whole thing yeah i think well i don't think aegon or aemon really give a fuck about viserys their dad i think that they're it's just you know he's an old guy they're like a little bit loose cannons they don't really have a relationship with the guy Mm -hmm. but i think like also, too, I don't really even think Aegon likes his mom. I don't even think Aegon likes Allison at all. So I think maybe no, in that moment anymore. he's like, oh, okay. Like, he's got some balls on him. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, maybe it's like a respect thing. Who knows? Yeah. I I, th- I keep thinking back to that weird scene before where he sort of said that he'll, like, he doesn't want the throne. Like, he's already said that. And yeah. I just wonder if he just really doesn't and he's just swallowing on with it. Does. He's made no attempt besides, I guess, marrying his sister and and sort of having an heir. But he's really made no attempt to make himself likable. I think he just or, likes the position he's in to be able to drink yeah. and do whatever he wants. He can fuck and that's around fine. and do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's sort of where we're at there. Um, although those ones, those kids are not really a big sort of part of the rest of this scene here but um yeah so after the king sort of acknowledges that the, the kids will be married and great the succession sort of settled with with Lucerus becoming the the heir of driftmark um Vaymond, the brother of corliss is mm. not happy about that yeah he is very much not happy about that yeah we get into the probably the only real action of this episode other than, I guess, the kids training in the yard and we see um, uh, Eamond sort of fighting. Um, but yeah, we, we I, I screamed. Like, I, I was I watching know. this. McKinley was next to me studying and I was watching it with headphones on. And I've been mm-hmm. quiet the whole time. Maybe the odd, hmm, like here and there. But then mm-hmm. I went, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> like, it was a full on, like, jeez. Because he comes so out of good. nowhere, like, I'm like, okay, bud, like, simmer down, simmer down. And then he says the whole line of, like, yeah, they're bastards, and she's a whore. And mm-hmm. I was like, but, ooh. 
but before that when he when he's like sort of like dancing around the subject and they they show damon and damon he's like, say, it. say it yeah he's like say it <laughs> say it because damon dance. he he wants all the smoke yeah he wants because you can tell he's just been domesticated for too long mm-hmm yeah, he, he definitely just, he does. He he eggs him that. on. I uh, thinking about it now, it definitely him. is so yeah. that he can pull the pull the execution himself. But uh, yeah, I didn't think about it at the time. But yeah, his <laughs> little like go on say it like is is pretty damn cool. Yeah, he wants it. Yeah, he does because he does yeah. chaos. So yeah, so he calls Rhaenyra a whore to end it off, and then the king's like, "I'm gonna have your tongue for this." And then you just it just pans to to Bayman standing there, and then fucking sword just comes whack. and cuts the dude's head in half yeah it wasn't even a it no. literally wasn't even clean, a beheading clean cut he cut in, his head in half yeah dude. also the tongue is still there which obviously is then the whole line it was a yeah like so, he, he can keep his tongue or so whatever good. um i thought just I'm sorry you can't sit here and say that damon isn't hot for that the way that <laughs> he stands up for rainier like that oh, the way that he, no. he, he backs his girl Mm. the way that he sits there and backs his girl mm-hmm. now that's what you need to look for in a partner if yeah. anyone's watching and wants dating advice if your man won't cut off cut someone's head in half for you he's not the one mm-hmm. so there yeah advice from shay i was just very briefly before <laughs> that i love that the king stands up and draws his own dagger yeah because i was like this this was my whole thing i was like even when he walks in everyone's looking at him he's got such power i was like but what can you really do you know Mm -hmm. and then this whole thing goes down and he looks like he's gonna like he's gonna ask someone to hold him down he's gonna cut his tongue off or something Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna like i'm getting your tongue but also no need remember last episode we were calling damon he's the he's not the stepfather he's the father that stepped up (laughs) yeah Damon's new name is Damon Fuck Around and Find Out Targaryen. Oh, fuck around and find out? Like it. That's good. That's his new name. I think um Yep. I think a little t shirt. Again, more merch for the store, just we're stacking up now. <laughs> but a little t shirt of his face, like with that cheeky grin, and then just saying mm-hmm. like say it question mark, like underneath it. Say it. Say it. Like Say it. I think that out, would be bitch. quite good. You know, because yeah, that could be anything, I, I, you know. I loved it. And then you, where are my notes here? I wrote, um, <laughs> sucker's head right off. Damn. <laughs> and then I, and then I said, Damon is such a simp. Oh, He's yeah. a little simpy boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he did that for Rhaenyra. Obviously he wanted, he wanted the smoke too, but yeah. he did that for his girl. I think he did it for many reasons, but yeah, that's definitely one of them. We stand with Damon. I think he also did it for the king. Because, yeah, he sees the king stand up maybe. And, like, so he's, like, again, sort of, like, just taking the choice away from him. Taking the embarrassment away of the king going down the stairs, going over there, trying to yeah, cut his tongue off. Yeah, that's a good off. point. You know, yeah, he just sort point, of steps too. in and does it. And then it's funny how all the knights, like, draw their swords on him. And he's, like, put your weapon down. He's, like, okay. Like, I'm d- yeah, I did like, what I needed to do. Like, I'm done now. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah, I love that part, too. Everyone's, like, disarm him. Yeah. He's, like. I'm good. I'm good. Dude. I'm chilling. He's dead. Look. Like, he's like, what? What happened? Yeah, he's not getting back up. We're Nothing fine. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, it's we so then good. cut to the next scene, which I have my favorite note of the whole episode, maybe. 
But I was like, why are you working on the embalmment of that body? <laughs> it's yeah. it's pretty done. <laughs> it's pretty clear there's how n- he died. There's no... Because <laughs> I've never once been to an open casket. I don't really... I've kind of weirds me out a bit. I, it's not something I'm... I would ever... Yeah, it's just it's just weird. But from my understanding, mm-hmm. the whole point is you embalm the body to make it look as you know, as peace as at peace and ready to move mm-hmm. on, but still lifelike as possible so people can have their final moment of closure. Yeah. It ain't gonna fucking work no matter what gorilla glue mm-hmm. you've got to stick <laughs> that back on. You know? Do no. you think like done. his like his like cousins are gonna come to the funeral and be like, huh, there's something, <laughs> something off something here. Something happened. Something. <laughs> I don't know how. We also, died, if it's if this isn't the embalmment, just imagine it like it's the autopsy, like cause of death? Question That's mark. That's what I thought they were doing. <laughs> That's what I thought they were doing. How like, did he I die? Think... <laughs> <laughs> also, mm. can we talk about how? Listen, I'm not an engineer or mm. a scientist. But how did a blade go? Oh, have you ever seen Forged in Fire? No. Okay, so Forged in Fire is a show on the History Channel where they make a bunch of weapons and stuff. And it is Mm -hmm. scary what swords can do to, like, a body. Like, they have these, like, rubber dummy sort of humans that, like, as close to as possible has all the organs in it and, like, flesh that is actually, like, flesh and the same density and everything. And like sword, like certain swords, not all swords, but certain swords, especially like a samurai's katana, can like right. through butter, like bone, just gone. So I think the skull <laughs> is like the hardest bone in the body. I think, or supposed to be. You would think, because yeah, it's you know, the brain. it's up there. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is a pretty good yeah. pun. No one saw that, but no, Risha's but also like it's up there. You know, safe. that's good. I like that. Um, well done me I'm giving myself another there we go little gold star Um, (laughs) yeah like a sword can do can cut through pretty well so like I was all for it the only thing that was weird was that the tongue didn't get cut in anyway so he must have cut it yeah but he I'm not I'm I'm just meaning he can't have that much accuracy like, because he was pretty quick on the line afterwards. Like, he, but, it's, he's, the way he said the line was like he purposely meant to cut his head to where his tongue yeah. would still be okay. And so that he could be like, he can keep his tongue. Or maybe it was just he's quick on the comeback and said, was like, just said it because he saw the tongue. Could be that. Hmm. They also say that Damon, and you also see it in the first episode, that he's like a very skilled, like, fighter. And mm-hmm. you see it later on too. Yep. But I also, I, I want, he did it on purpose because i think that just oh yeah i'm all for that he did it on purpose it's just that yeah that is kind of crazy um but Mm -hmm. the thing also is that that yeah the king did demand that he got his tongue and you know that would leave him alive Mm -hmm. so it is a bit of a a bit of a reach but also yeah (laughs) in game of thrones people kill each other all the time over not much and nothing ever happens so when they I have the people arrested for being murderers, I'm like, who's judging this? Because people be murdering people all the time. There's no law. There's there's really no law. Like, it comes down to the king 
the king doesn't like the guy and Damon was like well I could kill him yeah and I mean like but died. remember like when Rhaenyra was like choosing a suitor and that little kid killed that other kid like the knights yeah. like and straight up stabbed him and everyone's like huh laughing and then they just leave <laughs> and then later mm-hmm. on in the like the next episode or whatever the, the 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 little finger guy goes to the jail and he's like you're all a bunch of murderers i'm gonna take your tongue and you're gonna go murder people but like who's deciding that yeah, they get arrested versus other people don't well i guess yeah i don't know i think you see damon being the head of the gold cloaks early on mm, in the, true, in the true, show true, true. so they would oh that they was a... would be the only sort of police system that i would that's a whole thing i completely forgot about was that like murdery going through the city yeah, back way back in episode one or two all right let's 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 keep a crack in here because we're, we're we're this is a long one um but now we're finally at the dinner party yes. my first note awkward dinner party is awkward because they have a, a great little gap for clearly they're waiting on the king but yeah we've still got rhaenyra and Allison not being the best of buddies. Mm-hmm. The girls are fighting. But again, a nice contrast between green versus red and sort of the, the look of the thing is pretty cool. The outfits. Yeah, the outfits, outfits are, are cool. Also, all of like the the daughters and nieces like hair is like awesome. Like it's so big all over. But like mm-hmm. where the boys have got like the long white sort of straight haired wigs and the girls have like a lot more volume to it. I think that again, yeah. just costume design of this whole episode, just I don't know why, just really stuck out to me as awesome. Really cool. It's because we could see it. Yeah, because we could see it. It's not in pitch dusk. <laughs> There's lighting. Yeah. Bad lighting. Um yeah, awkward dinner party is awkward. And then I put the king really tries and credit to him because Mm-hmm. I get it. I fully get where he's at. He's just done. He's like, I am missing half my fucking face <laughs> and I'm fed up of your child like childish squabbles over power that you all already have. Yep. You know? Yeah, like it really isn't like- anything. The only thing that can tear them apart is themselves. And they're mm-hmm. gonna do it some way, somehow. Because it really doesn't matter if Rhaenyra sits on the throne or if Allison sits on the throne. If that kid sits on the throne and that kid sits on the throne. Because they all already have the wealth and the power. They can yeah, they keep it in the want. family and be totally fine. But they're just going to ruin it for themselves. And I get where the king's, what the yeah, king's trying to do. Yeah, it just look bad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the king's like, dude. Like, I have one eye. Like, y'all <laughs> bitches are doing fine. He's like, why don't you just relax? He's like, can we, can we have one nice meal together before I kick... And then, which prompts um, Rhaenyra to be the bigger person. And we love her for that. Obviously. She says... She steps up. Yeah. She steps up and says, you know what? Actually, Allison, I think that you're not a bitch. And she doesn't say that exactly, but I'm paraphrasing. It's pretty pretty accurate. Um, Pretty much, right? Allison, Um, you're not that big of a bitch, you bitch. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I don't hate you as much as I did yeah. <laughs> before. I still yeah. do a little bit, but not as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, she's basically like, you know what? You've actually done a great job of like making sure my dad is like doing good. And like, I guess you're okay. Mm-hmm. And then they just have this like cute little moment where they look at each other and it's, it's like they're kids again. Yeah. And they don't want to kill each other. Yeah. It I, sort of reverts I, them back. I honestly thought that they were going to say it. There was sort of like 
I was moments where I thought, yeah, each one of them were going to say like, when we were kids, we were so close. Like, I wish we could get mm-hmm. back to that kind of thing. Uh, but they, I mm-hmm. guess they didn't really need to. Um, but yeah, that was really, really nice. Just, I don't know why this is a stupid joke that's in my head. So I'm going to have to say it now. But like when the <laughs> king takes off his mask and like reveals his like fucked up face, it would have been hilarious if Amond was like, ew. like he's sitting there missing an eye and the king takes off his mask and Mm -hmm. he's like oh gross yeah don't know why i just thought of that um so yeah sorry we have rhaenyra and uh cersei oh fuck um (laughs) not cersei allison um (laughs) they're kind of similar though i'll give you that it was it fell on allison's because she had to go second She's a real dickhead if she doesn't say anything. So her <laughs> her sort of end, it's it's kind of, it's forced, I feel. A little more than obviously mm-hmm. Rhaenyra taking the bullet and going off the get-go. Like, yeah. But I do like the, everything that they say. And then also, fast-forwarding a little bit, but Alison going to like hold her hand at the end and ask her to stay kind of thing, yeah. that felt very genuine and very nice. That felt really real. But Yeah, but like Alison basically says... After Rhaenyra's little toast, she says um, that Rhaenyra will make a great queen. And I think that's really the first time Alicent, like, acknowledges, besides when they were kids, that mm-hmm. Rhaenyra, in, it, it, in a way, it almost cements, like, the claim. Like, yeah. it, it almost seems like Alicent has given up on Aegon, and she's moving on and accepting the fact that Rhaenyra is going to actually be the queen. Yeah, I think she's just coming, like, she has to be coming to the realization that, like, it's not worth it and she's not gaining anything no like she's not getting anywhere yeah she's not yeah it's not it's just not worth it it's like like Mm -mm. yeah just messed up um so yeah i then have like and my next note yeah um i said holy crap no chance everyone is actually making friends shortly like i was in disbelief that it was happening and then i put the future kids speeches to each other are less powerful and a bit more awkward (laughs) Like they're sort of like you know they're like oh I guess we should say something too but clearly no one really means it and I think that that just that's this whole scene summed up to me is that the adults are have been acting kind of childish or have been caught up in their own little Game of Thrones and they are finally at the point which only adults can really get of reflection and sort of looking. Mm -hmm outwardly at the, uh, the situation as a whole and are coming to terms of it and are fixing things but they're doing it all whilst none of them are paying any attention to the actual future which is the kids like no one is no one is i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm, I'm explaining this in a way that makes sense but like they're not like preparing the future generation they're focused on where they're at and what's happening with them but they're actually all Mm -hmm. doing it so that their kids come into power that's the whole thing but all of their kids are fucking messed up in some way or another like whether they Mm -hmm. don't know who their dad is and everyone thinks they're illegitimate or whether they're genuinely like kind of a bit fucking cuckoo fucking their sister kind of vibe (laughs) um Mm -hmm. yeah they just sort of don't have that they can't see that their kids are going to ruin this for them. And I think that as the outside audience, we can, and that's where this all falls apart. It falls apart when those kids come into power. 
Yeah, and I think I think it's also worth noting too, like the differences between um, Jace and Luke mm-hmm. versus Aegon and Aemond. Like Aegon and Aemond are so clearly malevolent. Yeah. So clearly bad. Like it, it, there's just no debate about it. And then you've got Jason Luke, who seem to have Rhaenyra's goodness. Yeah, I suppose. Like they're so well behaved compared to Allison's kids, and it's like, like you were saying, how, you know, if Aegon gets to be where Allison wants him to be, like she would have to see that that's not a fucking good idea. Mm-hmm. Like she would have to see that. Rhaenyra's kids are clearly more suited to take over some of these thrones than her own kids. Yeah. It's just plain, it's plain to see. Yeah, I agree. I, something else we need to mention quickly, just because family tree wise. So, Rhaenyra's kids, sorry, I'm looking at my freaking anime family tree over here. (laughs) Rhaenyra's kids are gonna marry. Damon's kids. Damon's kids, or is it? Oh yeah, da- yeah. So Lena, Lena, who just died, and Damon had two daughters, mm-hmm. and the two boys and Reyna, and they are gonna marry Jason Luke. Jason Luke. So there is no. I don't. I mean, they would be first them. cousins because if they were legitimate, we know they're not. But if they were legitimate kids. Then it's mm-hmm. the brother and sister's kids marrying. So it's the first cousins would be marrying. Right? Right. Because yeah. Lena... Le- it would be... Yeah. Lena yeah, and the right. gay dude are, are brother and sister, <laughs> and it's their kids that are marrying. So yeah, it would be mm-hmm. first cousins. Right, okay. Yeah, first cousins. But, but also, too, now that Damon and Rhaenyra are... Mm-hmm. married it's also their stepsister yeah their step they're marrying their stepsister brother. yeah that makes it even better doesn't it fucking so they're step cousins way to go no, they're stepsister cousins <laughs> steps <laughs> step on your first cousin sisters yeah um this is not so much a family tree but more a family circle. no it's it's messy and it's getting messier like it's just it can't be good no. yeah um yeah, so we have all their sort of speeches and whatnot going off, and then the kids' speeches aren't so good. And then I said, good speech from the the, the sister, who says a like, funny speech where she says, like, oh, don't, it's not yeah. so bad being a husband. It's only, he only matters when he's drunk. But we have another mm-hmm. little future-telling thing. Did you take note of this? Mm-hmm. I did. I wrote okay. it down. Go on, because it's kind of your thing. You, you read it out. Okay, so she says... Um, before she says her little toast, mm-hmm. right? It's not yeah. after. It's no, before. it's just before. She goes, beware the beast beneath the boards. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I I really don't know. I thought. Uh, like, it could be it could be death. It mm-hmm. could be like beneath the boards kind of seems like a coffin to mm-hmm. me. Some sort of, is this a nod to, to the White Walkers? We need to get this girl some tarot cards and see what she can. I've got my tarot cards. I'll go get them. Go. No, I'm. I'm saying like we need oh, to Helena. give her I'm like, Helena don't in the me show. With a good time. No, I know you. 
Yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying like someone in the show needs to give her yeah. some so that we can start making a bit more sense like a crystal of crystal ball. Yeah, some because like she's saying these things, but I don't think she quite understands. Like has a has a way to, you know, make it uh, easily accessible in, in a minute. No, um, she's not a very good communicator. Yeah, that's the issue. All right, so but yeah, this then led to my then next. Holy shit! Something's gonna go wrong. Beware the beast beneath the boards i thought dragon like in the depth like because dragons are underground under the castle in the mm-hmm. keep i think so i yeah, thought that's good, that yeah, amond was gonna fuck shit up because they start fighting and then amond leaves and she's predicted yeah. things about amond before yeah that's true so when amond leaves and then we get this sort of well, actually, no, it's bef- in all fairness, actually, it's before he leaves. So, yeah, forget that. But before he leaves, they're sort of dancing. The king is still there. He hasn't left yet. And we get this violin music piece. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this note. I wrote, red wedding, red wedding, red wedding, warning, warning, <laughs> warning, oh, fuck, warning, red wedding. Because it was just too... It was too similar. They're all there, slow-mo dancing. Everyone's fucking happy. There's a nice violin tune going on. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, when's the pin going to drop? Like, when's the dragon going to burst through the floor? Or something's going to happen here? Because this is way too nice for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I was really scared. And then, yeah, we have a hilarious scene, which then brought me Mm -hmm. back down. But the king then has to leave because he's not feeling great. And they bring in the pig and they set the pig down <laughs> in front of Eamon. And I wrote, they cooked up his dragon. That's a shame. <laughs> and the pink dread. That's why the kid's laughing at him, isn't it? Because yeah. of the pink dread. Yeah, because yeah. it's probably one of the last memories that they, you know, of childhood mm-hmm. where they gave Eamon this, this pig. And I mean, he looks so different now. I would not fucking with the guy now. Yeah, no. I think Luke, you're really walking on thin ice, buddy. Because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even be making eye contact. Another pun. Thank you very much. <laughs> with the guy, he uh, he he throws the first punch though. He goes for him. Yeah, he does. He he. Well, I guess. Are you saying Luke throws the first punch? Yeah, Luke. Like yeah. like in this next like scene, he throws yeah. hands. The little the little turd. That's crazy. Yeah, he's. <laughs> To be fair, though, he, he's also the one that took the guy's eye out. Yeah. So Eamon, Eamon cannot, cannot be a big fan of Luke. No, and I also feel like he's yeah. almost justified. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you, would, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be happy to see the person who took your eye, you know? Even if yeah, you did get a dragon out of it. would be pretty pissed off. Exactly. Um, we then have my next note, which I've already said. But, yeah, Damon and Eamon are twins. And that <laughs> scene, holy hell, was it good. Um, we don't need to dive back into it because we already spoke about it, but wow. But yeah, so Eamon's toast, which sort of leads to this whole thing, mm-hmm. was fantastic. I yeah. literary perfection, in my opinion. Yeah, because he he's basically because. Yeah, you go, go ahead. No, 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 you. It's your it's your point. You do it. All the kids are making like toast to each other, like we were talking about before, and sort of you think they're over, and sort of Eamon's just sitting there like stewing in his rage, like looking out at everybody and um he stands up really really sort of hard and and hits the table like 
and he goes and one more toast to our like nephews and he mm-hmm. goes three boys mm-hmm. handsome wise and strong mm-hmm. and i'm like i just i sat there and i was like <laughs> like just burst out laughing because it's funny mm-hmm. and then he goes three strong boys so i'm like dude and my, i'm sitting there watching it with my dad too and he's like i don't get it yeah I'm like what do you mean you don't get it this is the whole he's like what does he mean why is it and i'm like dude dude really yeah anyway yeah, that's john that's why he can't be on the podcast he's very subtly putting them down though but not very mm-hmm. subtly because it's one of those mm-hmm. it's he should be a lawyer because it's one of those things where like if you take his words by literary meanings he's in the clear but if you take like the connotation yeah. of what he's actually saying away from the thing he's calling them boys for a reason because he thinks of them as little pathetic boys and that's it you know whereas he's a man and you know the, what what are they kind of thing he's calling them bastards oh yeah just not in so many words yeah true um which is so funny and um that's really the first time you kind of see him not he does he does say a line or two um in the fighting scene but that's really the first time you're like you get to see him interact with the family wait you know sorry I mean? sorry 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 i'm just i'm maybe i'm as dumb as your dad am i what does he say again yeah okay so what's <laughs> the what's the three things There's, he says to him because does he, he say calls them yeah he calls them handsome wise and strong strong because the dad's name was strong sir harwin oh strong. come on reese I did not get that. <laughs> I just looked at the family tree and I was like, oh, Harwin Strong. I was like, oh. You are tired. I just thought I'll he was you- calling them like, just calling them boys and being like, hi, mm-hmm. you're like little kids. No, oh. calling them bastards. Yeah, that's why everyone freaks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So then it prompts a little fight session. Uh, somebody gets their head bashed on a table. I can't remember if it's Jace or Luke, but one of them. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting. And <laughs> then Damon steps in between Jace and Amond and um, just gives them a look like, you just saw me cut a dude's head mm-hmm. in half, man. Try. He's like, like I'm say clearly- it again. He should have said it again. Yeah, like I'm clearly <laughs> unhinged dude like fuck around and find out and um i just thought i wrote down damon is the alpha aemond is the beta Mm -hmm. because they look exactly the same but damon's still in control yeah damon still got it but i do wonder if i've thought this the whole show that damon is damon is invincible but now i think if someone's gonna kill him it's gonna be aemon i agree yeah because they obviously don't like each other I mean, Damon's probably freaked out at the fact that the guy looks exactly like. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? This is my hairstyle." Like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you have my wig on? Why? Have, who is giving you my look? Because it's not happening. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. We then have a scene that I don't know about, but I'm gonna put out there what I think it is. We see a hooded person going up to a character. Did you think that was Damon? I thought it was Damon because the character that the hooded person is going to meet, that's Damon's first like whore partner he was going to marry, right? 
whose yeah, name is Misseria. From what I I've got on my little my little anime tree here, it says Misseria. Why is she on there? Do they have a kid? No, it's the <laughs> it's it's I'm giving. I'm gonna freak out if, if no, it's not a her. solid line. It's giving little dotted lines connecting the two of them. Like they had a thing. I don't like that. Because it then also has other little dotted lines going uh, and like black lines going to like his dead wife and a couple others like. Okay. So it's okay, just, it's enough. not a family tree. I was pissed for a minute. It's like they were gonna marry, but no. That's what that yeah. is doing. But yeah, Missaria. And I'm okay. fairly certain that's who that is. I think it is. But then why? And who then. the fuck is the girl? The girl. Oh, so the girl is. um. Is it the the serving girl? Uh, no, 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 no. Well, kind of. It's the one that comes. Oh, she's. Uh. She. She comes into the room at some point to talk to the queen, I think. Or Rhaenyra. She's definitely in the episode before that scene. She. I thought she was the one delivering the message that says he's doing unseen things. No, because that was the night. That was the night. That was the night that did that. Um. Hmm. She's. I she, have no idea. She. She's in it somewhere before. Um. Okay. Let me just do a quick Google here. He was at the scene because I couldn't remember seeing this chick at all. I mean, she's clearly a spy, but that's all I took from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I pulled it up here. So it's Mysaria appears ever so briefly in this episode um, as she receives a report from Talia, one of Allison's handmaids. So we have seen okay. this handmaid before, and I'm sure she was in mm-hmm. the episode earlier doing something. Oh, I uh, maybe she's the one who comes in and says about... Does she bring in the Plan B cup of tea, maybe? Maybe, and I also think Allison dismisses her in the last episode. Yeah, when, but I've, I've definitely... Otto... We've seen her before. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, and the quote is from uh, Talia says, um, "Sorry, not Talia. Mysaria says it's <laughs> been quite a night at the capital, it seems." And then Talia mm-hmm. simply says, "Yes, my lady." So how does she know? Here's the thing. That is a good question, but I think the the better question, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to stample dude i'm gonna fall asleep at the fucking wheel here jesus take it um the better question i think is why does she say yes my lady because she is a hoe and also if she's the queen's handmaiden why would she say my lady to this girl lady is damon fucking around with her this is my only thought it has to be a damon thing fucking damon man chaos maybe can't be controlled on a cushion pillow as needlepoint as we think so here's the thing then is damon married to this chick oh did they do the marriage and he's double wife in it because remember he says well Aegon has like three wives or like multiple wives yeah he does you know what this is why you can't trust a man oh that's why you can't trust men very true men suck all around men are cancelled Hashtag not all men. Nope. All men suck. Do it. Not all men, <laughs> but for some reason, always a man. Always day man. Oh. 
Okay. Slam poetry. (laughs) (laughs) Work sucks. Why, though? Why, though? Why, though? (laughs) Oh, whip, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I have to go rewatch that. Oh, it's so good. If you haven't seen that, Basement Yard, Slam Poetry. The original one's the best one. The new ones are are fine, but the OG is the original. Watch it. Oh, so good. Um, Yeah, so we have that weird little scene, which is just throwing our um our curiosity to the wing just to give us something to chew on over the next week although honestly maybe it's just i'm so tired but i don't have a real care right now i just think maybe damon's doing some shit or someone else is but it is weird but it doesn't have enough weight to it yet where i'm that worried um but i'm sure it's going to mm-hmm. become a thing Ooh. it smells like damon ooh, 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 ooh. What about the little finger dude? We didn't see him in this episode. Oh, yeah. Because well, he, he, he wasn't in the last episode either. He is best buds with the queen. So he maybe. He's technically a lord. Maybe they got married. Oh, yo, if they got married. <laughs> if they got married maybe, and then well, he's spying on the queen. Okay, but yeah, but, but it's weird because why does Damon's. I'm just going to say ho because I don't yeah. really know if she's a lady at this point. Why does she say to Talia it's been a night a crazy night in the ca- like in the capital? Cuz isn't T- Talia the one coming to feed her information? Wouldn't it make more sense if Talia said it? It would. It would make more sense that way around. But maybe mm. she maybe it was just known. Maybe it's like, you know, if people are preparing a meal, you would hear the servants getting ready, like there's supposed to be a dinner, plus they had the hearing thing. Maybe the town just knows that something's happening and then she's just saying it yeah. like give me the scoop. You know? Kind of like how Yeah. you don't have to be involved to know there's a Maple Leafs game on downtown. You just like mm-hmm. you know there's a game on. Yeah. You know, you just sort of mm. see the people getting ready for it and they're in and about. It's a bit busier, traffic sucks, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, you hear the lore. Oh, yeah. You hear the screams of pain as <laughs> tens of thousands of Torontonians cry out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not to get all <laughs> hockey about it. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, next one I've got. Yeah, I put Damon's first whore question mark. Um, and the next one I've got is King is going to be like Queen and bite the dust. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole scene is a little bit crazy because the king has no fucking idea who he's talking to. No, he doesn't. Like, which is the fucking bane of this entire yeah thing is existence. Really. I don't like it. Like, just... I, I don't like the... So here's the thing. Obviously, they need something to go tits up, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're ending this in such a nice way. Everyone's friends again. Allison and yeah. Brittany are going to start, you know, braiding each other's hair and stuff. <laughs> so they need something to go wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that it's just a slip up, especially after they gave the king such a badass final moment sort of thing. It really sucks that he's done a boo-boo and that that's what this whole thing is then going to go off on. And it doesn't like- even make sense why Allison is really digging into this. No, and also, too, like, Allison, babe, you know this guy isn't making any fucking sense. Hmm. So why are you, like, taking why his you take word it? for exactly. Bible? And then like, girl, he's, he's out of it. From our awesome detective work that we just did, 
we've pretty much concluded that she should be in the mindset right now of like, what's the fucking point of putting that crazy ass kid who I don't even claim to be my son anymore on the throne? So then why would you listen to the crazy old dude that you've been taking care of forever to then be like, oh no, he should definitely be on the throne. Because let's mm. let's like set the scene here because it's very frustrating. The king is obviously had a dose of milk of the poppy, maybe a few. Well, she and literally gave him a top up right there and then. Yeah. And so the king thinks that he's talking to Rhaenyra and he's basically like the the prophecy is gonna be true. Yes. Um Aegon is the prince who's promised. Here's the fucking problem when every male in this family is named Aegon. Mm -hmm. They don't know who the hell they're talking about. And so when in reality, Alicent thinks he's talking about their son, Aegon. But in reality, he's talking about Rhaenyra and Damon's son, Aegon. Mm -hmm. So now Alicent's like, you know what? You're right. Aegon is going to be the dude, the guy. And I don't know why she believes, like, it's just, it's so frustrating because this entire war is going to be started on a misunderstanding. Yeah, it just, it feels like, I don't want to say this, I really don't, but. Say it. It feels like lazy writing. Like, it it feels like, like, like they, they almost went too far in the, we're making friends direction. So then they were like, oh, shit, we still have to have a final act here, people. Let's, you know, hope King slips up. Which, I mean, it does. It's not like it's out of whack because, I mean, the dude's barely there, right? Like, I've I've had a pet snail who makes more sense than this guy, you know? (laughs) Like, it's not, it's not, but that, even that sentence in itself, like, why is she looking into what he's saying? No. And, like, also, too, so... Allison clearly okay so let me just set the scene here because it's 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 stupid so Allison has been with this dude for the last however long 16 years yeah long time however long the time jump has been and he's never ever said yeah that is cute Mm -hmm. he's never ever said to her in his like normal state of mind you know what that egg on our boy (laughs) yeah He's going to be a star one day. He's going to be He's great. never said that. Nope. So now he's in this fucking state of of nothingness. And, and drugged he says up. It and drugged up. And Allison's like, yeah, actually, you're right. When in reality, Allison would have had to know that Rhaenyra and Damon, for the first time, brought their son Aegon yep. to see the king. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she doesn't even think with her fucking tiny brain yeah, that, he's that it like, could be new be Aegon. Yeah. Like, it's just, like you were saying, it does kind of seem like lazy. I mean, we haven't read the new books, so we don't know how it plays out in the books. But it does kind of seem like they're trying to, like, throw a plot twist in there when in reality it's just stupid. Yeah, it just feels like a bit weak for all the plot twists and, and turns that Game of Thrones normally takes. This feels very, like, how to do a plot twist for dummies. Have it's a like character the, slip up, you know? It's like, like it's, the thing mm. that we learn in English where it's like deus ex machina, where it's mm. like something happens and it's it's just the perfect thing that could happen. Yeah. It sets everything into motion or it sets everything right. Typically, it's 
things are going shitty and a good thing happens and everything's amazing again. Mm -hmm. But in this way, it's the opposite. It's an opposite of a deus ex machina because everything seems to be going amazing. And then they throw in this like weird, horrible misunderstanding. And now everything is going to be shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a shame. And as I said, it really sucks that just because the king had such a great scene and brought everything together, it would have been yeah. cool if that was his, his final fault. note. But now it's he's the yeah, it's, it's whatever. Anyway, I still last blame hmm? Allison though, I still blame Allison more than the king. Oh like, yeah, 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 for she's sure. A dingbat. For sure, she's she's reading into something completely wrong and if she this wants if, it to be true. Also though, again, like yeah, more lazy writing. Like how can you have in the space of maybe 20 minutes trying to think real life for this character 20 minutes from holding hands with Rhaenyra being like hey come back visit you me the king we all want you back all's good Mm -hmm. we're best buds again to then the king stuttered half blurts out some stuff that doesn't even make sense I don't even know if she's ever even heard of the song of ice and fire because it's supposed to be a Targaryen seeker on that dagger right so exactly. then she's hearing all this shit and she's like, oh, you're right. I will do this, King. I will yeah. do a complete 180 Stupid. and fuck everything up. So yeah, it's just uh, that is unfortunately a bit of a Debbie Downer on the end of the episode. However, I did like that when the King does finally die, also incredible dying, by the way, I've always thought mm-hmm. as an actor, if I, sorry, no, <laughs> not me as an actor. Like, I've always <laughs> okay, thought... Reese. Yeah, I've always thought myself an actor, and in <laughs> acting, we do this thing. Um, no, I've always thought if I were to be an actor, or just actors in general, it must be hard to die on screen. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people just go with the whole, like, couple last words, one final cough, and then quiet, you know? And it's very generic, and it's yeah. fine, or whatever. You can really be a bad dying on screen, like, ah, oh, ah. <laughs> Very theatrical. Uh, yeah, like over the top, right? This was great acting of dying on screen. I fully believed it. it. And I was like, he's like letting himself go and he's mentally stopping his body. But I really like mm-hmm. that he reaches out with his hand and is clearly like, or at least I interpret it as he's going, he sees his wife, like his OG, yeah. Rhaenyra's mom. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's he's going back to her. And I, I quite like that. Yeah, I think like, you know, to say it for the nth time um just a f- i think it's great like his character progression in the beginning we were like this guy's a fucking loser mm-hmm. this guy who let this guy in here <laughs> but, but by the end you're like oh damn like you know yeah. you know in all honesty like king's landing has seen a lot of shitty shitty rulers he's not that bad Viserys was the best of them the and best every of the, the worst you could say about him is that he turned a blind eye, blind eye to things like the yeah. fucking stepstones, <laughs> and like the Damon Rhaenyra thing and whatever else. But he's genuinely turning a blind eye on those things, not a blind eye at all. He's just prioritizing that we don't need to fight if we don't have to fight, yeah. right? Like it's it's not that bad versus some other kings that, and queens that we're gonna see later on down the line who were very happy to fight. So yes yeah he was he was good overall no complaints really and yeah, yeah. patty r.i.p job r.i.p patty you you no, no not not patty the the character patty's fine 
Patty's right. Patty's still alive. Patty's Viserys. good. R.I.P. Yeah, Viserys, you're you're a goner though. But I guess his his Patty stint on the show is dead because he's done. What if he's so. still around next episode? <laughs> what if this was a fake out? Like he just cut to a clip and he's just fucking I don't know cutting it's his nails or something. His legs are gone. His arms are gone. Yeah, he's just, he's a just torso. missing more body parts. <laughs> Uh, he's just a head, head in a jar in a yeah there we go i think that's where he's it's like gonna be. all i could think about was you know the worm from spongebob that sits in like the, the wheelchair mm-hmm. and it's just like the shriveled up worm guy yeah that's all i could think yeah. about i'm like that's, that's him. king viserys just yeah. just viserys you know yeah he's uh he's too but again like what a trooper he's he's really hung on yeah. there he's really hung so on. what's in store for next episode reese <sighs> I guess the whole Damon's whore storyline has to come into this more. But again, as to mm-hmm. other than what we've already said about what that could be, I don't really know, and I also don't care right now. So yeah, here's the thing. Let's let, let me let me phrase it like this. There's possibilities in the back burners. Back burners that we have, there are three main ones that I can think of. Damon's whore. We've got the Driftmark people coming back and also possibly the Driftmark husband being really pissed off if he does survive that Damon's just <laughs> cut his brother's head in half <laughs> might mm-hmm. upset him a bit considering the whole they even more wildcard fume. Although it is also the wife's fault, so maybe she can talk him out of it. Anyway, he could come back. That's another back burner thing. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing being... Um, I guess just the kids in general. Amond, um, would I would say I maybe he's not a back burner. Maybe he becomes more mainstream storyline. But I think it's really now the mainstream storyline that we're waiting on seeing what happens next is I guess it's all on Allison, right? Because Rhaenyra and Damon, as far as they're concerned, have just won. And have settled their succession. They've got their kid going to Driftmark. They've got her, Rhaenyra, going to the Iron Throne. So they're done. So it's now on Rhaenyra to... I think we have to see a scene of her really talking to Aegon. Laying out the law with him and being like, okay, look, here's what's going to happen. And then Mm -hmm. her, Otto, and the Aegon planning it out and then starting to fuck some shit up. And yeah, maybe the little finger yeah. guy comes into it that way, but um, that's what I think has to I, happen. I definitely think little big finger is due. Yeah, for, he's due for something. For a moment. Um, I feel like we're due for an assassination of some kind too. That's what I was going to say. I think based on our, based on Game of Thrones, I think we're due for, I mean, the king just died to be fair, but I think we're yeah. due for some, a big character to to bite the dust within the next two episodes definitely the next episode i'd be shocked if not someone's not dying and the person who's most likely to die hmm. i would say one of her kids i would say jace yeah the kids because i think i mean i don't know where things left off at the dinner party because rhaenyra says that she's going to take her troop back to dragonstone so either rhaenyra leaves or they stay another night the king dies, mm-hmm. Rhaenyra stays and takes over. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if, if she takes them all back to Dragonstone, I could see Allison just sitting Aegon on that throne and being like, you're fucking... It's yeah, you're done. You're, you're there. 
Like, you're there. So I could kind of see that happening. And then the war will sort of break out when Rhaenyra and Daemon get word of, like, all this happening at King's Landing. But um, I really don't know what's going to what's going to start the war because there's definitely going to be fighting i think you're i I think you're right about a kid dying i think that makes a lot of sense i could see jace dying because i feel like if her heir if her main heir dies but then again she has other kids so i hate to say it but the little back burner thing about damon's whore and possibly damon being involved in all that i can still see damon being 95% Rhaenyra's team, but 5% if it starts going south, he's going to try and claim stuff for himself. Yeah, I could still see Damon doing that. I think despite his like domestic, him being domesticated by Rhaenyra, I still think, I mean, he's clearly unhinged. He cut a dude's head in half. Like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, there's, there's stuff that could happen. But either way, we're due for... More violence, I'd say, for sure, coming in the next episode, and then we'll see where it goes. But yeah, you sent me a little tidbit before saying that they're, they're George R. R. Martin saying that it should be four seasons for the TV show to fully wrap up. Obviously, that's not confirmed that there will be, but he, the author of the books, is saying it probably it should be, be four. four seasons. We've confirmed for two seasons at least, so yeah, yeah. we'll see. I mean, all I can say is I don't know what's going to happen next but I'm really looking forward to, to seeing Amond in action. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. Bad, but like, that's my, that's he, my new I think, one. I think he's going to be like a really um, I want to see Amond cool v. Damon. Amond v. Damon. Their couple name is Damond. Damond, there we go. I think I've called Damon Damond a few times on this like, show. Just You've called it, every character a different name. Oh, yeah. Also, the name of the <laughs> show, I don't ever get that right. The House dragon of the Dragon, house. Dragons of House, Targaryen dragon House, tales. Dragons, Pete's Magic they, Dragon. Did they have dragon tails in Scotland? Uh, maybe, but I don't know it, so possibly okay. no. It's a great, it's a great kids show, but that's what I think. Do you want to do a podcast series on that next? On dragon tails? Yeah, yeah. It's Just like a show. might be a nice calm, like sort of calmer <laughs> down between. It's the kids version of House of the Dragon. Yeah, we can, we can pg yeah we can rate it up maybe there's no a bit. incest in it though so it might be boring. <laughs> oh god there's been <laughs> enough incest all right let's wrap this one up first of all shay thank you for putting up with me sorry that i've been a bit of a wait this this uh this episode but uh yeah thank you for putting up and also listeners i'm sorry i'm fairly certain i've said a bunch of wackadoodle things probably when i'm editing this and going back through it <laughs> i'm gonna hear some of the things i've said I think they're hilarious. Maybe next episode I'll do like a soundboard of all the stupid shit I've said. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at pineapple theory underscore podcast. You can leave us a five star or any star rating you want on Spotify. That'd be amazing. Um, check out allstarcaddy.com if you can. I've been one of your hosts, Reese. You stay classy, San Diego. My co-host, Shay. Say goodbye. Yeehaw. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.